the grapes. Check this out. Hello, and welcome back to Youth Group Reunion Tour, the podcast that unpacks the Christian cultural touchstones that you grew up with in the 90s and in the 2000s. Uh, I'm your host. My name is Jared. And this is your other host, Mikey B. And we are very excited today. We have uh, re- our first returning guest, a fan favorite. Uh, we'll cut straight to the chase. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Leanne is here. That's Mike's right. lovely wife. No more last names, Leanne. I had to edit like 10 hours last time. I, lit- <laughs> I literally caught myself just about to say... Our last name. I see. I knew it. I had to remind. Because I know how this up in a tizzy a struggle, you get over This it. is a struggle for me the entire time we do the podcast with anyone. I never realized how many people I called exclusively by their last names. Yeah. Well, you know what? When you go to a youth group that has a lot of people in it, you need to keep track of them. Yeah. So that actually brings up a good point. Um, one of our first mailbag items that's from someone we don't know yes we got an email mere hours before recording this episode very exciting we're very excited about it we're gonna read it now we are like i said if you send us an email we'll read it we're happy to get them we won't say your last name we won't share your email address but we will say your first name so you can get excited to get name dropped yes this is from rochelle Rochelle Rochelle. Rochelle Rochelle. I'm also not using her last name on here due yeah. to, you know, hey, yeah. you know what? If you send us in the mailbag, we're not going to put you on blast yes. with like all of your friends and family to yeah. know. Unless unless you explicitly say in the email, please read my full name or whatever it is. Right. But so we got an email from Rochelle. Mike, go ahead and read it to us. Okay. This is from Rochelle D. Subject, hey, this is awesome. Rochelle says, I myth, this is a real, this is a tongue twister. (laughs) I I really whiffed on that one. I miss youth rallies so much. My son is nine and he's going to camp this summer. I'm so excited because camp was also so much fun. Thank you for making this subreddit. So this brings up a a great uh, topic of, you know, Christian summer camps. I worked at a camp for many years. Um, We're definitely going to do an episode about camps um, at some point, uh, but glad to know that, that, uh, you know, we've, you know, some people that we, we don't personally know have listened to this and found it interesting. And she also shouted out the subreddit that I started. We've got like tens of users. Yeah. You know what? I feel bad for making fun of your yeah, subreddit. You mocked it the yeah. other day. <laughs> no engagement, but I guess I was wrong. Hey. You never know who's yeah. going to see it. You never know who's going to plant the seed. Yeah. So, uh, Anyway, we are very excited. We're going to uh, try and get right into the episode here because we know that some of our other ones have gone long. Today, we are talking about uh, a movie that is not explicitly Christian, but definitely has Christian uh, you know, themes throughout. Uh, so the, this movie is called A Walk to Remember. Part of Movie March. Yes. Yeah, so Movie March, we, we've been recording Christian movies, and we're excited to get them out here in the month of March. We we had so many recorded or in the can, we were like, let's just do a whole theme month. That's right. But arguably, this is the one that I would say out of any movie that we've watched up until this point, yeah. and so far we've done three movies, yes. this is, or so this we've is done our third. Extreme Days, mm-hmm. Apocalypse Three, mm-hmm. I think, and then now a walk to remember. Okay, so this is so definitely they're, being, they're also probably being released out of order, but 
Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. What I was going to say is this was definitely the production value. and This uh, was a real Hollywood movie. Right. Where the other ones were kind of like, I don't know if you would say like they're indie, but they were definitely low budget. I don't want to use the word cult classic yeah. because of the connotations yeah. also, there. Also, don't know that they're classic. <laughs> <laughs> Arguable. Maybe to us, but yeah. yeah maybe to, to me. To the world at maybe large. Maybe to just me. To right. the world at large, though, yeah. Very true. Anyways, this is a serious movie. And up until two days ago, I had never seen this movie in my life. I dodged this one. I... I watched this movie for the first time when I was, I think, 23 or 22. I watched it alone <laughs> at my brother's house. Someone, I don't remember why, but I was just like, I'm going to watch A Walk to Remember. I watched it alone and I cried. Wow, a sad, a sad <laughs> Cried alone. Movie. And, <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> and so Leanne, out of everyone as our expert witness, has seen this how many times, Leanne? I'm going to go ahead and guess that I've seen it eight to ten times what impressive yeah now is i was obsessed when was the first time you think that you saw it give I a was, rough rough grade. i was probably 13 or 14 okay wow so okay a so young this, this movie came out in 2002 youngster so this would yeah you probably saw it one or two years after it came out then sounds like i would say yeah yeah it's so crazy I got it on dvd yeah rented it did you did you watch it in your or your did room? you own it Oh, I think we actually bought. Oh, VHS. okay, yeah, wow. What was it called? VHS. VHS. Oh no! I was like, so old, what? I don't even remember what it's called. What anymore. is that thing? The little tape you have to rewind. I don't know what the that is. Yeah, back yeah. then we bought we bought the tapes. Oh, yeah, wow. we waited for it to come out. That's legit. was this something that you watched with your big sister? Was this like a like a? Oh, thing absolutely. With, yeah. Oh yeah. Did she introduce you to it, or was this like you, like how? How did you find out about it? Well, it just like everyone talked about My it? sister was definitely the one to keep me up to speed with what was cool, who was cool, who all the actors were, mm -hmm. singers, all that. And Mandy Moore was huge at this time. And, you know, me and Lindy watched all the chick flicks together. That was our thing. And, uh, yeah, she definitely, definitely got me into this movie. So a big influence on you. Now, Absolutely. One of the things that before we get into like, you know, breaking down the plot and discussing it, we were were looking through some reviews before we were like prepping for this. Almost like I, I was just skimming through looking for them. There were a ton of mentions of this dude, Sean West, right? Who's like the main I the, think Shane West. Shane West. I don't even know his name. Shane West, you're right. Um and I think it was his first movie. And they were like they were like, Shane West is so hot. He's so hot. Like they like I guess there was like a bunch of teenage girls reviewing this on IMDb in the early 2000s and they were just like could not get over this guy. They put pictures of him as their aim profile picture. Yeah. He was like so, the classic bad boy. So I want to know what like when you watch this as like a 12-year-old was this dude hot? No. No, he's not I, your I remember never being attracted to him when I was <laughs> 13 and even more so now when I yeah. rewatched it. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Not your gosh. touch. That, <laughs> oh that's good god. news for me because we'll, we'll get into this later. <laughs> but he's kind of scowly and I'm not really a scowly type of individual. It wasn't the scowl for me. It was it was like the messed up teeth. Wow. Oh, wow. Brutal. Um, all right. So, um, Mike, did you have anything else for us before we start getting in, walking through this plot? No. So I just wanted to clarify why we qualify this as a youth group film. Yeah. So it's technically not by a Christian studio. However, Mandy Moore is a Christian. Uh, right? I don't know. Sure. Is she? 
I, I thought don't know. she was. Let's bring up well, the switch. Well, I vamp, don't think she I, is a while I look it up on Wikipedia. Christian. So, so okay. So, so what I recall is that uh, she was a Christian, and Switchfoot was her favorite band, and she actually pushed really hard for Switchfoot to be a huge part of this movie, which they are, and which we'll get into. But um, I believe that she she's got to be a Christian. She started off as a just a pop singer. Yeah. But she kind of called to really that whole some music. I don't think. Are, am I fact checked uh, wrong on that? I just thought I'm, she was. I'm, I'm, like, I'm looking through a Wikipedia page now. I'm not seeing anything. Right, that just because someone that. sings Christian songs doesn't make them a Christian. Okay, I I, the, what, what, I just assumed because of well, the Switchfoot connection yeah. at the time. This was before. If you knew who Switchfoot was, you kind of had some connection to church. I, arguably yeah i what i'll say is i just because i couldn't find it doesn't mean it's not true i sure. i didn't i spent 30 seconds looking on a wikipedia page okay. so mandy moore come clear your name on the podcast <laughs> um but what we'll just say is like this movie definitely has christian themes mm-hmm. in it it's based on a nicholas sparks book mm-hmm. um who wrote the notebook wrote the notebook yeah um and so i i definitely had heard people talk about this as if it were a Christian movie, just because of like the the Christian themes that were in it were, you know, so strong, I guess, that it was like, even though it wasn't officially a Christian film, it was like viewed that way by a lot of people in youth group or, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of themes that, that I think make a Christian, but I think what officially makes a Christian is the explicit part of faith the, as a plot device. And the soundtrack. And the soundtrack, right? But honestly, <laughs> those two things yeah. kind of make it there, right? Oh, yeah. It's not a quite like fireproof level where there's oh, like yeah, this big yeah. conversion and yeah. you know he's on his knees, but it's more subtle and uh I think tactful. Yeah. So let's get into the the plot of the movie here. So let's so, kind of start off with how it begins, yeah. how the the scenery unfolds here. So uh the movie starts off, there's some teens drinking in like a quarry or in, like an industrial park or something. And they're like, there's a kid getting ready to like show up that they're going to haze. This kid shows up. The kid they're hazing looks cooler than all of the kids that are supposed Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. I looked at I was like. And all of his teeth like, are perfectly in place. Yeah. I was like. I was <laughs> Clearly like, this, I racist. I was like, this dude is cooler than the rest of this group. Why is he the, <laughs> like, the uncool kid? He actually said something like that in the later part, didn't he? He's like, I don't even know why, why? I wanted to be friends with <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. He literally said like, that. Yeah. I'm sorry. You guys should be jumping in the water for me. Yeah. So, yeah, so basically the, the way they're going to haze him, like you got to go up to this thing and jump into the water off this thing. And the main uh, the main guy, um, what is his name? Is it Landon in the movie? Okay, Landon, Shane West. He's Carter. like, Landon he's, Carter. He's, he's like, I'm going to go with you. He's like, we're going to do it together. So they go up there. He counts him down. He fakes him out. And the guy jumps in. They all laugh at him. And then they're like, wait a minute. Why isn't he coming up? He hit a pipe in the water that's what happened yeah that, that's i wondered yes. why he was so, all bloody and yes. like broken bones so and it's, stuff. it's not especially clear one of the, one of the one of the people as they're running away see something like he hit a pipe 
or something oh, like that's I never that's how I that's that. how I knew I neither did I I thought he hit his head or something yeah but they you say, know I've watched that movie like 15 times and yeah. never realized that the only reason I realized it is that someone someone yells it like while they're all she's like he hit a pipe okay um, can, so, I, can, can I react to that for a yeah, second? Yeah, go ahead. So I really like movies that start you right off in the middle of it, yeah. right? I knew right away. A lot of times the chick flick romance yeah, within genre, five minutes, within time. five minutes, there's action happening. Yeah. And I kind of like that about the movie that it kind of drew you into, I wonder what's happening. Uh-huh. But I did want to comment on, I thought because it was so early in the movie, mm-hmm. I actually thought it was going to be a fake out. Like my first reaction was, oh, this is a Christian movie. I bet that he he's gonna pop up out of the water totally fine, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, because yeah. they're trying to establish them as yeah. the bad kids, right? Mm-hmm. They have these crazy cars, yeah. which I don't know how high schoolers in North Carolina afforded like these nineteen sixty seven Camaros or yeah. whatever they were. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you know, that's yeah. like the project car of someone. Yeah, I, I think in the, their retirement yeah, age, it was you know? weird because I think they were trying to say that like. Landon's family isn't necessarily poor, but they're not like rich. Right. And then he's got like this really, but I mean, I guess his dad's rich. So maybe, maybe his dad bought him a car to buy his love. Yeah. I, my, so I yeah. remember I'd never seen it before. So my <clears throat> first thought is like, they're trying to set these kids up as spoiled. And yeah. I thought the whole scene of him yeah. not coming out of the water, I thought it was going to be a head fake where yeah. he like comes out. He's like, Hey, yeah, bro. Hey. Him, yeah. He, sw- yeah. he swam under the water. Yeah. Yeah, Just because yeah, it was such yeah. like a party atmosphere. Yeah. And, like I didn't think that they would yeah. bring the drama that soon right but so two things to mention that they set up early that one landon doesn't dance he's full-on footloose will not dance and then his his ex-girlfriend is there and she's like trying to get back with him she's like the popular girl and he's like wants nothing to do with her Mm -hmm. so they set that up those things are going to kind of continue throughout the movie um all the other kids run for their cars because this they think this kid is dead. Landon gets in the water. He pulls him out. He checks on him. He's alive but injured. And then Landon makes a run for it. Cops stop him. He gets caught. Um, and basically, the they're like, this kid is in the hospital because you're, like, you're lucky he's not dead. You're going to have to do like community service. Mm-hmm. And so basically, they're like, you have to go and help um, – underprivileged kids at our sister school, which like, have you ever heard of a high school having a sister school? Never. Never. Our, our college had one in, in Northern Ireland. Yeah. Which like, yeah, it's I've a heard college of, thing. Yeah, I know. I've heard of that. Like that's, they're like, yeah. it's like, it's like another, it's in the same County. Like, it's like, it's like yeah. close by. <laughs> high schools like, change their names like, so much. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of pointless to have a sister school and they change yeah. names every five years. Yeah, I mean, it's like, they're like our sister school that's literally just in the next town over. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, This I, is I, North Carolina, though, we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I get, I, I, maybe they should have, maybe that's a nitpick on the script, I guess, but maybe instead of sister school, it could have been like, the way I interpreted it yeah. is like our school, we had a separate area for people who had developmental challenges and things like that. Where, yeah, like stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah. So I wouldn't call that a sister school. I would yeah. just say that like the alternative yeah. school or, or like, like yeah, the special like the needs county. school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he has to help out there. And then the other thing he gets to he's like, you have to be in the school play. Yeah. So which a is lead. like- A lead. You have to be the lead yeah, in the school play. Yeah, he- the, we'll get to this eventually. Basically, they, he shows up. They were going to risk him totally bombing. Sh- he shows up at practice. There are other boys in the play that presumably tried out right. and, and they like, wanted to be the lead. And he shows up and they're like, 
I know you didn't try out, don't want to be here. You're the lead of the play. So, Well, is it because he was the coolest kid in school? Like, supposedly the most attractive? But they they're like, to- as your punishment, we're going to make you the lead. Yeah, they tried to set it up as like, oh, you just need to get in with the good kids instead yeah. of the bad kids. But like, to me, that's the equivalent of having a chess club kid as punishment for, you know, destroying a locker room or something. Yeah. Saying like, hey... You're gonna have to be the quarterback of the football team this Friday. You're the starting quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. You're the starting quarterback. Have fun. I hope you learn about responsibility. It's like, uh, does that send the lesson that like you're supposed to you think you're sending? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. hey, as punishment, you're going to have something that people really work really hard yeah. to get to. That other people really wanted to have yeah. and are gonna be bitter about you being handed to you. Right. So so if I were the principal yeah. as punishment. I, I think the, the cleanup stuff is fine. Yeah. I think the volunteer tutoring yeah. is fine. I would have made him be like the subject of a, like a, a class. Hand. Well, or yeah. if they were like, hey, someone dropped out of the play. We need you to be their spot, but I not the I would have made him role. a prop. Yeah. I literally would have made him a prop. I, I would, <laughs> like, like, like a tree. Like a tree. Wear leotards. Or something. Hey, that's a story for another day, but I was literally a prop in a play. Really? Did no you joke. have plays in homeschool? No. It, it, it was for church. It was for church. It was just you and Tim and Lindy standing that's, there. That's Tim and you were trees. Lindy and Neil. Lindy, was the, Lindy and Neil were the stars. Yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't know that. We don't have to get into that. You don't know that? that? No, I didn't. Oh, my so, gosh. So, um... So, in addition to this, his mom is like, we got to start going to church. Right. So, they go to church, and he sees... Uh, in the front row of the choir, Mandy Moore, a vision, oh, singing. Oh, a goddess. <laughs> a true and angel. She has a solo. Yeah, and, and then uh, the She the makes pastor. eye contact with him the whole time. Oh, yeah. It's, How yeah. creepy is that scene? Oh, yeah. She's like staring him down. Yes. It's not like sensual eye contact. It was she's so like, sensual. She's like, she's like he, it was. He was misreading uh, it completely. And then uh, her dad is, the, is the, the pastor, and he gives like a, a sermon basically like, a backhanded jab at like right. some people in the church, and then he like <laughs> he like leans over the pulpit and looks at him. That actually I happened. Actually, know how that goes. There's like I know there's how only that like goes. I don't know how many people were in this church. Less than a hundred. Yeah, it's yeah. like a full chapel. Yeah, yeah it's like it a, a it's chapel. Like, it's like a classic Southern style church, like one room, two rows of pews. Uh, yeah, they're lucky. And they leave they the doors open because it's so freaking oh, yeah. hot in there. This flower is Will. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's fanning themselves yeah, with their the, the program. Yeah, with yeah. their program. They're really lucky that they chose a gospel song to showcase Mandy's solo. Like oh, yeah. it could have been some very boring Latin. Like if, if this was if she was if she were Catholic, <laughs> it would have been a very boring solo. I'm just saying. Like she had an opportunity to showcase her yeah. range with the gospel arrangement. Right. Yeah. It was like that Southern gospel style. Yeah. I could just see it being a very Boring no, thing. They, so I think yeah. for the plot, it, it was the right move. Yeah. It was the right move so, for the movie. I just want to back up for a second. Leanne, someone, someone backhanded Leanne from the pulpit one time. Her full oh, family. Jared, don't even get me started. <laughs> it wasn't this, me directly. Yeah. Is this something you want it to tell? It was like family lineage oh, stuff. Okay. Like about my parents. Oh, it wow. was a huge jab of my parents. Wow. Yeah. And you know, we didn't end up even leaving the church until like 10 years after that happened. Wow. So it would be the equivalent. Let me see if I can reenact this in terms of the movie. Okay. What was Landon's last name? Carter? Carter. I have to say it that way because that's how they say it in the movie. The Cotta family. Landon There's Cotta. just no love. 
in the Cotta family. Wow. No love. That's in how the Cotta it went. family. Wow. And then they, they still went. So it could have been, you know, I don't like backhanded preachers, especially with a small. We need to do a podcast on that. On on what? Backhanded preaching? Yeah. And just like, just stuff that happened Put it in, the, in the church that shouldn't happen. Put it in the back. Mental it, note. Church you know? drama. Yeah. The podcast well, 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 Church like, trauma. <laughs> that's what we should call the episode. So, so that's well, one yeah, of the we're, things We're booking that, you for that one too. Oh yeah, I got so much to share. I just think that like that kind of made me feel like it really was a small church when he yeah. knows everything that's going on in a oh, little yeah. bit of a nosy way. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. That's, how I, I, that's how I thought his character was going to unfold to be because his first reaction uh, when Landon comes over yeah. is like really negative. And I'm like, okay, this person like knows everything about the community. He's like, he, he really knows he's what's a, going he's on. He's a pillar of the community. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of how I thought he was going to set up. And it turned out to be a little different than that, but that's just what I thought they were trying to show with that scene that like mm. he knows <clears throat> more than you think he knows. So yeah. I thought he was going to like reveal something about... Uh, my first thought was mm. maybe Landon's background was going to be more tragic than we thought, right? That yeah. we, we established he was divorced or yeah. not he was he did, divorced. He his dad, his dad wasn't around. We don't know why yet. Right. Yeah. And so I mm. thought that there was going to be something that came into play. Like he experienced tragedy and was yeah. lashing out at God because of yeah. all these reasons. And it really wasn't that ham-fisted, so I'm happy it didn't go in that direction. Yeah. I just thought because he called him out from the pulpit that they had to address it. Like yeah. I was setting up this yeah. idea that he had some hidden baggage, right? But it really wasn't the case. So then let's see what happens next. So the next thing that happens is uh, we, we touched on, he just gets handed the lead in the play. Uh, turns out the play was written by Mandy Moore's character. I, I think Mandy Moore's character's name is Jamie. I'm going to call her Mandy the whole time. Okay. Get used to it. Um, I like that. I support, <laughs> I support that. Then uh, there's like a scene where Landon takes his old girlfriend home and she's like, needs a ride home. And then she gets there and she's like, my parents are out of town. And he's like, cool, bye. <laughs> oh <my laughs> he's gosh. like, cannot, he's not be, into that. cannot be bothered. I didn't, get Destroyed. That I didn't get that whole scene. Like, why was it so abrupt? Their relationship in that scene. I, it was just like, we're done. I think it's just no like, explanation. I think it's just like, he just doesn't want anything to do with her, even though she's clearly trying to get up to some nonsense. And he's just like, <laughs> Uh, get out of the car. <laughs> I was so confused by that. He was using the Dennis method. <laughs> <laughs> separate entirely. Yeah, exactly. Separate entirely. <laughs> so that's what I think happened. All right. And so basically what they're setting up in this whole thing is that like now he is in all these places where he is surrounded by Mandy Moore, right? Mm -hmm. The other thing he has to do is he, he helps out at the school. He gets the, it's like a Saturday morning. He gets up and they drive them to this school. The bus that they are on says North Carolina City Schools, as if all of North Carolina were one school district. Right. And they had a bus. Wow, you there. have some attention to detail. I just, I thought it was ridiculous. So, so that comes into play later, yeah. and I want to talk about this in the yeah. middle of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, should I save it? It's the the state the, lines thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. So, like, the movie supposedly takes place in Beaufort, Beaufort. North Carolina, which yeah. is like in that Outer Banks area uh -huh. type of thing, which is like two hours from the Virginia border. Yeah. It just seems like a far drive. So it was yeah. kind of nebulously North Carolina. Yeah. Right. Like just, it, it could be anywhere. Any, any town, North Carolina. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so and, and Mandy Moore is part of that program, too. So basically, they're just setting up that 
he's he sees her at church, he sees her at play practice, he sees her at this thing. They're hanging out together, whatever it is. And she's a real um, type A, like she's. In oh everything. yeah, 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 yeah. She she's um yeah real spelling bee champion style. <laughs> she's the opposite of me, pretty much. Um. One thing I thought was interesting is like they have her like the clothes that she's wearing, right? She's wearing like a classic 90s like ankle length floral dress thing, right? So I watched uh, uh, the ep- the newest episode of How I Met Your Father last night. Yeah. With it's Hillary Duff's new show. Your favorite. She's, I love her. She's she's wearing <laughs> I, I literally I was like I was like Mandy Moore had that outfit on them and I walked to remember and she was supposed to be like like, you know, plain or whatever. And then right. Hillary Duff's supposed to be like this this hot millennial girl about town in New York and she's wearing the same thing. <laughs> There were, it was her outcomes. Yeah, was, Everything yeah. from the 90s, 2000s is now yeah. cool. And that's acceptable. right. Like oh, yeah. this podcast, for example. <laughs> that's why we're making it. Yep. I So it was like the layers for me. Yeah. That was, I remember oh, yeah. girls wearing that oh, in school. Yeah, they, they made but, a big deal about her only having one sweater. Yeah. You got one sweater. Right. Yeah. That was like the big joke. So, yeah. so Landon's friends are making fun of her. They're teasing her. And oh, yeah. Like, nice sweater. And she's like, thanks. And then, no, I can do it. I can do okay, it. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> That's literally think, how she said think, thank you. I think that like stuff like that it is was like, no cringe. Stuff like that is such a dumb like 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 bullying because they don't know about it. They just think you paid them a compliment and then right. you left. Right. I was like, that's so dumb. You're like, yeah. you're like a nice sweater. She says thank you, and then she walks Back away. And compliment. then you were like, it wasn't a nice sweater. Gotcha. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. So you gave ah, them three <laughs> confidence points. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't well, know. you know, not oh jokes, but we're new at the time, yeah. so it was probably yeah. Um, uh, she, so <laughs> I find that scene interesting because of yeah. the way Mandy, aka Jamie, reacted to it. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, the, she she takes it as a genuine compliment and just yeah, <laughs> great great impression. I just love saying it like that. Um. All right. So okay, this. This drama teacher is absolutely cold-blooded when they're practicing this scene. Yeah. He, he, the teacher says, are you trying to be bad? And Landon says, no, it just comes naturally. And I thought that was and a pretty good joke. And then everyone Yeah, I thought that was laughing. a pretty good joke. Yeah. But I also, mean, that teacher just absolutely savage. So was he tanking on purpose or is he just bad? And he couldn't ever admit that through his cool guy. He was just so well, focused I, on being I, a cool guy. I think he was bad because mm-hmm. he... Like one of the parts of the movie is that he runs lines with Mandy Moore in an attempt to like to get better. He's taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. So I think he generally was. Well, what bad. was that conversation he had with someone in the movie where they said, You better not like screw this up? Like you better actually take this seriously because everyone's gonna make fun of you. Was that with his friend? Yeah, there was yeah. some conversation yeah. they had where he was like, No, you actually have to try and be good. Yeah, because oh, yeah. everyone's gonna think you're a loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's the yeah. cool guy, and he has a reputation. And they're like, "We're all coming to see you to make fun of you, unless you're good, and, right. then, and then we'll then we'll say it was cool." Um, Haha, <laughs> nice yeah. acting. Yeah, good acting, bro. Here's no, some fla- here's some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so uh, through the he. Um, I think he he's having some trouble with his car because. He he, the police wrecked it when they were mm-hmm. catching him or whatever. So he needs a ride home. Mandy Moore gives him a ride home. 
on the way home. Oh, he's in crutches too, by the way. Is he? I forgot. Okay, yeah. yeah. So in- yeah, the police uh, the, the police spun his car out when they were when he was running. They the pit maneuver. Yeah, he's been on crutches. Him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she's she's going to give him a ride home, and and they begin talking about she has a bucket list, mm-hmm. and some of the things that are on her bucket list are. Uh, this is the reason she brings it up. She said, she like says number 62 or something. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, number 62 on my bucket list. Befriend someone I don't like. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> yeah. And she just says, she's she so says, confident. Yeah. She says it just like matter of fact. Yeah. Um, also like she knew he had no context for what that number oh, was. Yeah. Like. She just was like. 62, 72 or something. Like typical girl fashion. (laughs) And uh, here are some of the other things that are on her her list. Uh, Get a tattoo. Surprising, considering she's, you know, the character she's- She didn't specify Uh real fake. True. Uh, Make a medical discovery. Be in two places at once and spend a year in the Peace Corps. Um, And then let's see. I have this written down that at some point, Mandy Moore, um, someone asked her for help. I think it was Landon asked her for help, and she's like, I'll pray for you. And I, yes. thought, that was, I thought that was funny, too. Another savage move. Oh, yeah. I thought it was so. She's like, I'll pray for you. <laughs> yeah, he asked for help, too, uh, oh, yeah. with his lines. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. She's I'll like, okay, I'll pray for you. And then he's like, no, 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 seriously. like. And then they, you know. Yeah. So it's basically established that Mandy seems really annoyed with Landon, but she sees him as like a project from the very beginning. Like she sees him as like an annoyance, but as someone who she can just sort of play with, I guess, in terms of like poning him every time. She's missionary dating. Yeah, she's she a missionary, missionary dating. dating. Yes. <laughs> I, I took it more of less missionary. It started to have that attraction develop at first, yeah. but I think she legitimately just had fun poning yeah. him with those one-liners yeah. every single also, time. Also, the, as we'll get to eventually at one point, her stakes for this are pretty, you know. Well, think of, it doesn't matter if she messes it up. Think I guess about what this. I'm she saying. probably doesn't yeah. have a lot of guy interaction. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. this is like her one opportunity yeah. to just like let it all out. You oh, know? Yeah. All of these zingers that she's been storing up. Oh, see, yeah. see, I don't know Classic how she banter. I don't know how with all these activities she did, it kind of portrayed her as the loner, right? They said she was well, at she, lunch table number seven yeah. or whatever. But which she was very talkative and outgoing. Yeah. And she she said that she wrote that play with another boy. Yeah. So, I mean, she has at least, presumably they- She has nerdy yeah. friends. Yeah, right. yeah. So yeah. I guess if she does have these nerdy friends, these drama kids or the band kids or whoever she's hanging out with, presumably she's got the science kids, yeah. the math kids, but it's all the medical school. kids. I don't think yeah. any of it's like after school hanging out. I, I'm oh, just yeah. like wondering why they- They're not coming over to No way. She's like her, her pastor dad is yeah. never letting anyone in the house. I'm just wondering why she didn't have any of those like super hot fire kids behind her being like, oh. Oh yeah, get wrecked. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, I feel like- <laughs> they, I'll pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> the, that line reminded me of glasses, jacket, <laughs> shirt, man. <laughs> so, have you guys ever seen the movie Easy A with Emma Stone and Amanda Bynes? Um, this sounds familiar, but I don't know. It's, Should it's we not watch su- it this weekend? It's not super. We can. It's not super important. But there's a part. Basically, Amanda Bynes' character in the movie is super religious, and there's a part where. Emma Stone's character is like pretending to like be promiscuous mm-hmm. to like she's 
boys are paying her money to say that they did things with her and and she's like it's ruining her reputation but she doesn't care mm-hmm. and there's a scene where amanda Bynes says we need to pray for her but also we need to get her the heck out of here and i that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> that's funny yeah so this attraction's yeah. growing right so mm-hmm. she starts like messing with him and I feel like she's just so satisfied to have her. No one hears those destructive beatdowns, but she yeah. gets this smug smile that, yeah. like, she knows she's pretty happy with those beatdowns. Oh you know? yeah, definitely. She you she definitely does have like a weird sense about her every time she she owns him with one of these things. She's right. like, "Good one, Mandy." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's all self-contained. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. my point. It's like for someone who's. Uh, maybe Landon perceived her as quiet and awkward and doesn't have friends. Like she's sharp and you know funny and, uh, and confident and confident, and that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, it's and, her confidence, not caring what anyone thinks, that attracted him to her, and that's what yeah. causes that attraction to grow in the second act of the film. Here. Yeah. Um. So there's at one point she's like, uh, she's like walking at night, and he sees her, and she's like walking into Through a cemetery. cemetery. Yeah, and uh, real creepy move. He like grabs her in a cemetery. It's like, hey, what are you doing here? And she's like, I could ask you the same thing. Right. And turns out that Classic she's got like a telescope, and she's going to look at the stars, and that's the thing that that'll come back up with it. Um, I'm surprised she didn't say, I'm a grave digger and I'm digging your grave. Oh! Then you would have ran and then he wouldn't have bothered her. So so they are uh, are starting to become like friends and she like says hi to him at school in front of his friends and he like is like, who are you? Don't talk to me. And then she's like, alright. And and she her response to it was kind of like that's how you're going to play it? Then that's how it is. And then he's like, we're going to run lines, right? And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's when she drops the I'll pray for you line. Oh, which is yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. I really, he, he, he comes over her house. She slams the door in his face. Yeah. And then he basically begs her to help. And yeah. so she's like, well, maybe I'll pray for you. So it seems that there's obviously some element of physical attraction there because I think she likes the attention from mm-hmm. him. She likes kind of being able to wield. Like any girl would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she, she knows that she has the Just upper because hands, she's a right? Christian doesn't mean she doesn't like it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying like, I really felt like now it was obvious that they are going to become an item yeah. one way or the other, right? So... Next thing that happens is that Landon goes to visit this kid that he tricked into jumping into the water. And the kid, this is when the kid's like, I don't know why everyone would be friends with you. And to the best of my recollection, this is the last time you see that kid. This this whole plot point is like never resolved. There's just like what what kid? The, the kid hospital. That, the kid. kid that the kid that was in the hospital because oh, he made yeah, him jump yeah, in the yeah. water. The kid basically is like, I can't believe I ever wanted to be friends with you, and they leave, and that was like it. Right. Like they never I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's any, they ever really resolve that storyline. I think that um, it was trying to be like a concrete marker yeah, of a like change. He's, he's, he's trying to be better. Even yeah. Now. Oh, but Mandy, AKA Jamie, she did hound him a few times. Yeah. She's not like, you going should go to see, see him, him in yeah, the yeah, hospital. Yeah. 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 Um, so the next thing that happens is that it's the night of the play here. The play is, the play is happening. Um, and, Let's see here. This this uh, this theater that this school has, it looks like it's like a courtroom or something, like or like a college like lecture Again, room. Again, your attention to detail is insane. Well, it's just I like, I've never, never seen that. a theater that looks like this before. Like maybe this is like 
I think it was. I thought to, it looked like a movie theater. It was. Yeah. It was. It was strange. It was. It was like. It was like was, not how a high school would be. Set yeah. Up. Really? I, mean, I I did not get that at all. It looked like the Columbiana Little Theater to me. It maybe like I mean theater. maybe I just I had never. I'd never been to that theater, yeah. so I, I mean. It's Again, horrible. this is North Carolina. Yeah. Things yeah. could be That's, so different. It's a Things classic North Carolina theater. <laughs> Everyone knows. Classic that. Beaufort yeah. style chapel. I can't believe I missed that. So uh, the the play that they're doing is supposed to. I think it's supposed to take place in like the twenties or the thirties because yeah. it's about like it's the about like a bootlegger, 20s, right? Something like, like that. Bootlegger. Okay, yeah. I just want to. I did, can I address this right yeah. now? Yeah. And plays were rough as they were, right? I yeah. could not imagine being the drama coach trying to corral a bunch of kids to do like Shakespeare, yeah. something that's already written. Let alone let, letting them write let, their own let play. Let alone yeah, write yeah. their own play about a bootlegger, yeah. about a time period that their only interaction with is probably the high school, books and movies. The high schooler that wrote it was literally in the back with, yeah. with the with the other lady, yeah, the yeah, actual He was keeping track of the script to take any of the lines. Yeah. Yeah. What is an 18-year-old girl who's never been been outside of Beaufort, North Carolina, yeah. know about the Gilded Age and bootlegging operations. <laughs> like it just apparently like a, a lot because she killed it. Well, you just—I yeah. mean, you should write about what you so, know, right? The, it's like I don't know. The thing that I want to say is like ev- everyone's outfit may- mainly looks pretty good, but her hair. Like if she was supposed the to be, the back wasn't even curled. If she, uh, what I'm the saying, front yeah. strands were curled. If she's but supposed, the back was like. Stringy straight. If she's supposed to be a flapper in the twenties, she needs to have a headband yep. with a feather on it. Yep. And she short, needs to have short hair. Short hair. She needs short hair. Yeah, she looked nothing. See, that like would have fit in the with the plot because yeah. she could have revealed that she got her hair cut and yeah. everyone was wondering. It would have been amazing. It would have been a, what a reveal. Well, it would have been. She's t- got a pixie cut now or whatever. Well, it would have tied in with why she needed to cut her hair short. Yeah. Right. So I just think yeah, that was a weird yeah, plot. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that part of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 again, that yeah. was a question that's, that I had just, lingering yeah. through, yeah, but. Yeah. So, you know, doing this play, good for her. She wrote this whole thing herself. But obviously, this is the big rags to riches moment where she goes from the floral dress and the the old sweater. Okay, can I just say something real quick? Go ahead. Do you find her, though she's she's a confident girl, do you ever find her a tad bit boastful or conceited in the fact that she wrote the play but she gave herself the lead role where she was singing this elaborate song she wore this gorgeous gown like it's like she made herself out to be someone who Mm. she really isn't in real life in the play for like the sake of being a little risky she wanted to be noticed i think for the the moment for the time being her dad even in the audience Pastor, he was even shocked by by her like acting in the play. What I'll say about this is the way that this school is handing out parts. Who knows how 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 like she she may not have given herself the part. She may have just been like, I wrote this play. And they're like, congratulations, you're in the lead role now. You're being punished. I'm sorry. Or, I'm sorry, know. Mandy. Your homework was late three times <laughs> yeah, in a row. You're the lead of the play you're now. The lead of the play. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I, I just like to imagine at the school that everyone hates the play so much that it's like it's like the worst punishment you can get. Like you have to be the lead in the yeah, play now. Right. <laughs> if someone else does something worse, then you get bumped down to the understudy and they become the lead. Or, yeah. um, so anyways, it's this big reveal moment, right? Where she sings this song. She has this solo. It's called Only Hope. It's a real song by Mandy Moore from the best I can tell. And she takes off the hoodie. It was actually yeah. on her album. Yeah. 
Her album, I think, came out after the movie. Yeah. And that was on there. So it's this epic reveal. She's wearing a hoodie. She looks like a monk and she plays this mysterious. She was wearing a cloak. Bar not a yeah, character. She, yeah, I thought it was like a, like a trench coat or something. It was like a monk outfit. Yeah, it was like a Like pointed. with the hood oh, okay, and the yeah, robe yeah. attached. Yeah. Okay. Or she looked like someone from. She looked like uh, a mage. Uh, twi- you know, in the Twilight, in the Twilight Saga. Yeah. You know, with like the Volturi. Yeah, yeah, the Volturi. That's what she looked like. She did I mean, look I like know, a Volturi. Sure, yeah. yeah. You've never seen Twilight? No. Uh, what? No. Why would I? You've see literally that? seen every movie in existence, and you've never seen Twilight. Listen, I knew it was bad. Get out of here. See, why would I watch You're it? Tired. Uh, Which action? Team romance? Jacob, Team Jacob, or Team Edward? Oh my gosh, Edward. 100%. Mike. That's me. Yeah, Mike. Which European one? Which, dudes European dude. All the way. Edward or Jacob? Um, uh, I, I guess Edward. Okay. What do you mean you guess? Well, I don't like either of them. What I'll say now is... I find both of them annoying in their own ways, but I would say You found Edward, Jacob to be very immature. Yeah. In I would, comparison to Edward. Correct. Because Edward like, was tallest, a million years old, so yeah. he obviously had... It's the tallest of the seven maturity under his belt. Edward, but Having never neither. seen it, what I'll say about this is... <laughs> Edward. I we're talking about <laughs> well, hey, this is the way it goes. Edward Robert Pattinson, I think, is a pretty decent actor now. Now he and, is. Yeah, like, as but though, so is Kristen Stewart. She's yeah. really good now. Uh, I don't. What know. were they going through back then? I don't know. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> it was just a bad script. puberty. Yeah, uh, yeah seriously. So, uh, so I mean, I think he's got that going for him. But Taylor Lautner dated Taylor Swift, so I'm gonna Taylor have to be. And Taylor. I'm gonna have to be Team Jacob because of that. Um, all right. So, in the play, um, she sings the song, and then Landon's character. But really, Landon. I believe the song is called "My Only Hope." It is. Okay. It's, yes, and uh, Landon kisses her, and everyone. Everyone that wasn't goes, part of the script. Oh yeah, it's, I got it. I got it. Mark really? It yeah. It I says. thought it was completely ad lib. Like he wasn't supposed to. No, kiss no, no, her. no, no, no. What I'm saying, I got the note that oh, says that. I got. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he kisses her. Everyone in the crowd goes wild. Landon, right, Landon's, so Landon's ex-girlfriend is staring daggers. She's uh, the photographer for oh, yeah. the play, so oh, she's yeah. capturing she's, everything. She's taking pictures of it. She's grimacing the whole time yeah. with her Frenching. I'm yeah. going to uh, say that right. I'm just going to say it right now. I don't think that's a good thing to do. Just to randomly improvise a kiss to somebody. <laughs> like he's luck, He's lucky he was reading the room yeah. okay because like well, an I unforeseen mean, kiss, so to speak. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey, sloppy wet is worse. Yeah. Sloppy wet is worse. I don't know. Okay. It's worse. When, when it you, was both. Wait, wait. <laughs> it literally yeah, was. He, he, went, he said, why not both? I just want you to know, for, for all of you who voted for Unforeseen Kiss, that's what you're, that's what you're uh, uh, saying. Explain I have my how lesson. Sloppy wet is better in that situation. Doesn't matter. Unforeseen. <laughs> Landon just gave an She was receptive kiss. to it. She was receptive to it. It's all about how she was. I don't know about it. you, but if someone were to she give me an unforeseen yes, kiss, I would want it to not be wet. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you're going to kiss agree. me yeah. sneakily, yeah. it better be neutral. Yeah. Don't slip a tongue in there. Yeah. No wetness. I just think it's too unforeseen. And if you, <laughs> if you support random kissing, if you are unforeseen kiss. You think Landon is justified tacitly. I wouldn't want to kiss his lips. I'm sorry. There's just something just about his mouth. Teeth. Yeah, his You're... teeth, dude. <laughs> He's scowling at you the whole time. They're so chompy. I'm surprised. They're it like went jaggedy for it. on the bo- on the on on the on the tips. 
Do you think he scowls like that in his real life? That's my one takeaway from Landon. He does. Like, he looks exactly the same. Go to his dude. Instagram. Yeah, he, he has a permanent scowl etched into his face. It looks no. like he's, I get that he was playing a bad boy, yeah. but he really he sold it with the eyebrows. He needs to get a little Botox right there in the middle. You think he has yeah. wrinkles like from scowling the whole time? <laughs> that permanent scowl. Um, you had right. to know he was bad. So. Yeah. So, uh, Unforeseen kiss out of the way. It's a big deal. So, yeah, it, it is uh, shortly after that, they're, you know, the, the guy who wrote the, the play comes up to him and he's like, hey, that was some great, like, improv or whatever you did. Like, that wasn't in the script. There, just to let everyone know, like, he wasn't supposed to kiss her. He did it. And she he also was, wasn't supposed to tell her that she was beautiful. And he yeah. did that, too. Yeah. I mean. Double whammy. Yeah. Um, totally unforeseen. That? <laughs> that was a very unforeseen compliment. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awkward part to watch in the movie. I hated watching that where it was just like dead silence and it pans to her dad being like, mm-hmm. and then it pans <laughs> to like oh, his girlfriend being like, so mm-hmm. and it's just dead silence. <laughs> and then he's like, you're beautiful. <laughs> I just felt that I, I did the yeah. cringe for on behalf yeah. of everyone but in that theater. Surprisingly, though, it yeah. flowed. Yeah. Like the audience looked yeah. like everyone, that was like part of the. I mean, the, everyone the play. except for the dad and the ex-girlfriend yes. were on board yes. with this kid. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. The um, ex-girlfriend and the dad were like, "This was not supposed yeah. to happen." <laughs> but everyone else was like, "Oh, this is really good." Yeah, it felt uncomfy. <laughs> so um, we find out that Landon's dad has shown up. That he's not. He's not dead, which we weren't sure what his deal was, but he's he's just a deadbeat dad, but not a dead dad. A deadbeat cardiologist. He's not he's not yeah. deadbeat by like at all. Yeah. Well he's a very successful doctor. Right, but I meant deadbeat in the fact that he abandoned his family. Oh uh, yeah. Or how um, Landon perceives yeah. it. Yes. And so he he shows up and he's like, Hey, your mom told me about the play, you did great, or whatever, and he's like, Get out of here, Dad. And he, and he he wanted nothing to do with his dad yeah. when he was like, we should, so, I, I want to take you out. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, let's go out to dinner or whatever. He's like, get out of here, dad. Um, so the next scene, <laughs> literally get out of here, dad. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen you in 10 years. He like pushes him away and yeah. walks away. And I got to say for being, you know, here's the stereotype, right? His yeah. dad has established a cardiologist, yes. right? He actually says, I'm a, a cardiologist. Doctor. Yeah. So I don't think you know he's a cardiologist yet. Just know he's a doctor because that, that's important later. I just feel like it was very weird to see someone in that position who's, you know, normally you get there by being a type A, yeah. ultra, like, I'm going to take the world by its horns type of person mm-hmm. to just let your punk kid push you away in yeah, front of everyone without any passive. pushback. Like, to well, be a maybe, cardiologist, well, you got to break he, a few eggs. You know what yeah, I'm but saying? Yeah, may, but maybe he understands, like, hey, uh, it wasn't I don't cool know. that I abandoned. Let's a couple of Cardi... Uh, Cardi B's? Cardi, Cardi B's. Cardi B's, <laughs> Cardi B's got a the world. Cardi. Cardiologists or whatever. Uh, I mean, maybe he was just like, yeah, it was pretty uncool that I abandoned you for and your mom for several years. It's by the way, can we talk about Landon's mom? What? Oh, what? What about her? Go ahead. I mean, the fact that we both thought she was a man. Oh, well, she has very masculine. She's my, six my foot wife, tall. My wife and her jawline was that of like very strong. Did not come so, out in the Landon. whole. So <laughs> Her name in real life is Daryl. Oh, like Daryl <laughs> Hannah? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so my wife, when she, like the first thing that she was in, she's like, his mom looks like she's like five years older than him. And I was like, nah. What? And, oh, but apparently no. for, for like five minutes, my wife thought that, that they were like 
very close in age. And then they showed her again. And I was like, see, look, she's like yeah. 40. Yeah. Maybe she's 45. A, she's just built different, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way of so, putting it. <laughs> so the next scene. Daryl. <laughs> the next scene that happens is the the most important scene that we've been building to. All right. So uh, he's uh, Landon's working on his car. His friend is there with him. His friends, you know, they're going to help him work on the car. He's like, all right, let's get some music on. His friend puts on, uh, I have Get Your Freak On by Missy Elliott. Get Your Freak On. Yeah. I don't think they actually awesome Get Your beat. Freak On, but it's just like the intro. Such yeah, a sick it, beat. It, it, yeah, he only, it only, you know, they probably didn't have, you know. They, the licensing they, rights. Yeah, yeah, they paid for the 29 like, where, yeah. where would you have a Missy Elliott song and a Switchfoot song in the same movie so so he's like he's like turn that soul train thing off man that's what landon says yeah. and then he's like put this on he turns on flood by jars of clay yeah. which like that song rules but it was it was a very like this is like this is when you're like this is when i was like all right now it's now we got the christian movie going on right yeah. jars of the clay is on so strong flood, now flood is playing jars yeah. of clay is being featured in this movie He's about to be at the altar. Yeah, like he's like, minus 10 and minutes. his friend's like, hey, where'd you get this? And he's like, I borrowed it from Mandy Moore. Um, and that's yeah. that's the best way to get Christian CDs. See, she witnessed by giving CDs. We've talked about that before. Yep. Very easy way to witness. Yes, she's 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 out here. She's <laughs> it is. What are you laughing at? That's you know. Oh she's, she's you don't not, have you can. I'm just thinking about all the, the times you made me mixtapes. Yeah. She's out here laying the groundwork for this missionary dating scheme. She's about to pull off. And uh, she's she's like, hey, check out Jars of Clay. Look, check out track two. Look, preach the gospel at all yeah. times. If necessary, use mixtapes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so uh, next thing that happens, it's I don't know if it's like her birthday or whatever, but he buys her a gift. Surprise! It's a new sweater. It's a uh, pink sweater. Yeah. You didn't like it? No. I mean, okay. First of all, I feel like any girl that's her style though. would take offense to that. You like, buy to, your not even girlfriend yeah, clothes? Yeah, some guy that you don't even know what's going on between you, he just hands you a bag and it has a sweater in it. Like, here you go. Like, you need this. Well, you I know think, what I mean? I think like, it was that's her offensive. birthday, though. I think it yeah. was her birthday. Clothes, was like, a sweater is a bad gift, especially because he it made was, fun of her it sweater. Was, it was like so pale well, pink. It was like an in-joke between them where he was like, hey, I've been fun of your sweater. Here's made a new fun one. of you for having only one sweater. Here's an extra sweater. Uh-huh. I just am not buying it. I don't think it's a good gift. All right. Everyone, I don't think it's a good gift. Everyone, either. let us know. I vote good gift. The <laughs> Mike and Leanne vote bad gift. Let Very us know. Bad she gift. has so many different interests. None of them are closed. He pays off exactly. those other interests. He pays off those other interests later. Okay. One thing at a time. He, he, he does. I'm just saying, like. She likes getting compliments on her nice sweater. Now she's got another sweater to get compliments <laughs> on. It just shows She you. very clearly liked that compliment. She said, she said do it. What? Do, what did she say when she got it? Thank you. And now she can say that more often because okay. she's got another sweater. It just seemed like that was like a shallow gift for someone who's trying to portray himself as deeper. I'm just saying. Word right. of advice to anyone listening, never buy me a sweater. Just never do it. That's just so not, anyone, that's just anyone not cool. anyone sending gifts to the podcast. Mike, do not yeah. buy no, a sweater. No, no sweaters, sweaters for Leanne. Please, yeah. Unless it's that anti-social social club sweatshirt that I've been asking for. That, wow. That's what I do want. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, I would get that for you, Landon. All right. So um, next thing. 
He ordered it from China, so it'll take six months to get here. So uh, Mandy, Mandy Moore, um, she's like, her dad comes out and she's like, get out of here, Landon. He's like, all right, sorry, sir. Whatever. I just love how her dad just says Landon. Like, if you really pay attention in the Landon. Movie, <laughs> Landon Carter. Yeah. That's pretty Get out of here, yeah. Landon. He's the get only one in the movie Landon. with a southern drawl. Yeah. How is that that the preacher is the only one with a southern drawl? <laughs> Did you notice that? None I, of the kids have yeah, so right it is really good. <laughs> yeah. Can you think of another character? His mom? No. No. I, Mandy's yeah. mom? No. Maybe maybe they no, all. No, Mandy's mom wasn't maybe, it. I mean, uh, maybe they the all, pastor thing. Maybe they all moved there from from a different state or something. They're all from Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're snowbirds. <laughs> they're yeah. Down there. Um, all right. So basically, he's like pulls Mandy Moore aside and he's like. Boys like Landon, they're gonna want things. Basically, telling her like, "Hey, he's gonna try and they're gonna you. want sex." Well, calm down. <laughs> Is that what he's implying? Yes! I think that's definitely what he's implying. That's that's definitely what he was implying. What do you think he was implying? Like, I don't know. I thought that uh, gonna he's gonna. Want, well, he's like, gonna what's he gonna want? You gonna want? He's gonna want yeah, books. Uh, he's gonna ask you to give your up your faith. He's gonna want you to yeah. read. He's your, gonna ask your rosary. you. To, He's gonna ask you to stop reading your Bible. Your Christian, your Christian. He's gonna want a massage. Um, <laughs> get your life under control. Um, oh boy, uh, we're gonna right. have to edit that. Uh, I what? just love just throwing in inappropriate things whenever. I just told an advertiser that we are a G. One hundred percent. Edit it out. <laughs> All right. So um, next thing that happens. Okay. So. Um, Landon's ex-girlfriend, as we've established, was the photographer at the play. She's got some pictures. They're like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, we're gonna edit." They're like, "We're gonna edit them to try and embarrass her." Like, so what they do is they make the worst Photoshop ever. And they took a beautiful picture yes, of her face yes, from the play. The thing, the thing is, okay. First of all, this Photoshop. No one is going to believe this is real. Well, it, absolutely not. But but everyone in the movie is treating it as if they're like, is that really her? Is that really a picture of her? It's really? so bad. Yeah, they, they, I, I yeah. think that people were like, I don't know if Photoshop was new and they were like, well, what is this? There's no way that they could fake this. I All thought right, so. how I took it was they were like harassing her because yeah. they saw how beautiful she actually could be mm-hmm. in the play. They saw her in a gorgeous yeah. gown with makeup on, and they were like, "Oh, so that's the body underneath yeah. all of those ugly sweaters so, that she always wears." So you know what, what I mean? They, yeah. So what they do is they Photoshop her head onto like a lingerie model. So it, they're like a lingerie model. Well, hold on. Like a bikini. Well, no, hold on. Hold on. It, here's what here's what I have. Huge I said, butt. They said they put her face on Even a model. Bikini. It's she's not wearing a thong. It's more like she's wearing briefs that are in a wedgie. Is what I is yeah, what I like Daisy Dukes yeah. that are okay. like way up Bo- the butt. shorts. Boy shorts. Ah, uh, Daisy Dukes. Okay, sure. For sure. Um. Okay, but and then under it they wrote the Virgin Mary. Okay, but the thing is, this Photoshop, the picture of the model is in color, and the picture yes. of Mandy Moore's face is black and white. Yes. So it's yes. It, it, it's literally not even. They're not it, like you could have easily if you could do that. You could make the whole thing black and white. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like 
it, it's not like. Are you sure it was Photoshop? It looked like Microsoft. No, it well, was like Photoshop. I, I just 1. Oh, okay. I know. I mean, I call that for anything that has to do with, with photo editing. I know that it Photoshop. was probably MS Paint or whatever. It reminded me of those photos you would Photoshop of me and yes. your friends. Like I, I, the I literally things. could have done that. Yeah. And, and no one would have thought it was real. But everyone in the school was like, can you believe that there's this picture of her? It's like, why is her face so pale? And the rest of her body, the rest of her body's a color, bro. Um, so uh, she looks like Joe Rogan. <laughs> 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 when they photoshopped his face yeah. gray. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that like the other thing that I thought was weird, I was like, this movie has a lot of swearing in it for being rated yeah. PG. Like that, I thought it was rated PG-13. Yeah. I looked it up. It's rated PG. And they're dropping S-bombs left and right. That's in this right. Movie. I was just like, I was like, this is PG. I, was like, I could not believe it was rated PG. Yeah. It was um, pretty edgy. Yeah. One of my so, favorite swear words, I'm not going to lie. The S-word in a movie? If I could say it on the pod, I totally would. No. No, I'm sorry. Our advertisers here, wouldn't like while that. We, while we're here, we can. I'll briefly discuss... My friend Travis and I made up a list of words you can use as substitutes so that when, you sing, when you're singing a song and it has a cuss word in it, you can still sing it and it rhymes with it. So we're, for the S word, we use uh, spit. Spit? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You never said like shoit? No, spit. Because it it's like kind of no, in there? No. It's but like it, kind of a little bit, like the sound of it is in there? But Shoit? The, but spit rhymes with it, and you can and it you can sing the <laughs> that doesn't I like rhyme. Sh- I like Schweit better. Okay, well you should. Uh, I'm just Schweit. Am I gonna have to edit this? There's little children that listen to this. Hey. There is one listener between the ages of two and twelve, Whoa. according to our Spotify. Oh, trust me, honey, they we, hear way worse. We don't know that. We said that, that person said that they had a son. They didn't say they listened yeah, to the podcast Mike. with them. They She's might. An adult they might not. Woman. And, I, and we're not. I'm not saying any cussing. Rochelle okay. is an adult woman. She can handle short. You can edit this, but put an edit, edit mark down. Put an edit mark. Put an edit mark. It's over. It's, it's no. over. We wasted an hour. <laughs> it's we wasted over. an hour. Um, Scrap it. I love you. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep <laughs> moving here. Don't be mad here. at me. Uh, so Landon asks so Mandy Moore. Shopper. Yeah, Mandy Moore's dad. If you can take, oh, uh, he punches he punches his friend. Oh for, yeah, that was for, the most awkward fight ever. Yeah, there's no reason he, to get to blows. He punches him. Okay, then, why does he go directly to that guy? That's because what he was I want to know. Leader. He was the ringleader. He was the one who shopped it. I thought it was no, the no, girl no, no. who photoshopped. It was, was like the, everybody he was, was the involved. One, he was the one that got her to do it. She was like. I have this thing, and he's like, I got an idea. And oh, was, I don't. And remember he was that the one that was like, he was the one that was like, like went up to her and was like, Hey, have you have you seen this? It was like messing with her, or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so he gets into a fight, and he's like, he this is like he has ditched all of his old friends. He's fully committed to Mandy Moore now. Goes to ask Mandy Moore's dad if he can take her out. Um, and then this I thought was th- this line. He says. I'm asking you for the same thing that you teach in church every day, faith. And I said, 
I think what you're looking for is grace. Yeah. <laughs> I realized That's that a good too. Point. I was like, yeah. faith in you. He wasn't paying would be attention at her. She'd only been a couple times, you know. But somehow this works on the dad. Even though he the dad is probably like He looks well, up over his he glasses, probably like, meant grace, but whatever. Like, well, well He should have corrected him. He was somewhat yes. paying attention. Yeah. If it, if this I would say like if this B+. was like an official Christian movie, they would have taken that moment to, to do that, but yeah. because it's not He could have um, chosen really any other fruit the spirit he could have done perseverance or yeah. patience or kindness but yeah. i don't know faith was an awkward shoehorn i think um so the next thing that happens so they go on this date this date i i wrote it down how long does this date last why do they not have a curfew All because this day this day they go out they go out to dinner or whatever don't they go to the cemetery um or that date that, that's two. a different day i think oh. So they, they go out to dinner and then she's like, dance with me. And he's like, the whole time he's been like, I don't dance. And I'm pretty sure he briefly dances here and he like steps on her feet or whatever. Um, he's, he's with he's all a, the old people at the restaurant. He's a bad dancer. And then they're like, all right, what are we going to do? He's like, all right, so we're going to cross some things off that list of yours. So they, they gets, gets a, a temporary tattoo. She seductively it, pulls her, yeah, she's her, like, uh, her like, top down and exposes like, her shoulders. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely would have got sent home from school for showing, yeah. say, for showing oh, shoulders. Um, and then, and then, like Mike said, he's like, "All right, we're going to be in two places at once." He drives to the border of Virginia, yeah, which you suggested is probably two hours from away. Beaufort, yeah, or Beaufort, yeah, with no traffic according to Google Maps is yeah. two and a half hours. Okay, so this is a five-hour round trip just to stand <laughs> yes. at the border, right? And no bathroom breaks. <laughs> Right. And this is like, I was like, and it was already night when they went to dinner and then they do this afterwards. I was yeah. like, like, wh- what is they? What are they getting home? Like, if the dad was this hesitant to let her go on a date at all, and then they're just out till four in the morning. Dude, if it was anything like my first date with Mike. Whew, Tell it. Dude. What? He literally made me hide under a trench coat. I'm not even kidding. In his car. Well, sure. He didn't want his parents to see me in you, the car. You guys don't do We that. were on a date, but he didn't want his parents to see us. So he told me to hide <laughs> under his trench coat. And guess what? I did. I listened. Listen. Mortifying. Humiliating. Why My- did I even stay with this kid? <laughs> My dad was like the preacher of this with the stuff. Dude, your parents were both staring out the window like something I, is I wrong. Didn't, I wasn't able to confuse grace and faith with him. <laughs> so I figured let, let's just not have that conversation now. We're going to deal with it at a later date and not at the current moment in time. So passive, Mike. Well, you know what? I wasn't so ready. I didn't passive. rehearse my speech. I just didn't know what to say. <laughs> And wow. yes, I had a curfew as well. So, so no, so, I could not the stay. Newly so no, we could not drive to, We that. could not drive to the border of Pennsylvania and Ohio. To be fair, that's not that far from where yeah, we I live. Know. I mean, like a half hour. Um, all right. So, okay. Um, okay. So they go so, on this amazing yes, date, and so, like all they go, they eat dinner, and yes, it's awkward. They dance in front of the old people. Um, and then at one point earlier in the movie, when he had requested to run lines with her, she said, under one condition, you can't fall in love with me. So then uh, he tells her that he loves her and she says, you promised you wouldn't. And she gets like a real like upset that he said that he loved her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, so I just so, want to I just want to comment before you get into that. Um, it was was it a common occurrence at your school that the two leads in the play would have a little bit of a dating fling after the play? There were three instances separately that I can mm-hmm. think of where the male and female lead ended up being like a little bit of a thing, probably because you. of the time or the stage kiss that they had to do, but like. They actually started catching feelings well, after all that time and the stage kissing. It's just too much hormones. As someone, as someone who had to do a stage kiss. Ooh, tell us. I, my, my first kiss was a stage kiss. Okay, so it how was, does that go? Here's what You happened. put your hand like over their mouth? No, no, no. no. Yeah. Here's what happened. They were like, I'm 16. I get cast as Chuck Cranston in Footloose. <laughs> Chuck Cranston is the dirtbag boyfriend that beats up Ariel and makes out with her. Basically, he, he shows- beats her up and then makes out with her. <laughs> well, no. Evil, <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you said okay. right. beats I, her I, up I, and then makes out with okay, her. So See, that's what that's what the preacher dad was afraid of. Here's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's gonna have expectations. He's like, I've seen Footloose. I know what happens. <laughs> Um, all right, so but real quick, the premise of Footloose for Chuck Cranston is he he shows up. The first thing he does is he smokes a cigarette, makes out with this girl, and then sings a song about how uh, how promiscuous she is. <laughs> and oh then, God! Yes, this was Yikes. this was me. We saw this play. Leanne and I it's went to the, audience. It's so out it's of character. Called, it's called. <laughs> that, that's why it was really funny. I remember um, like walking on stage. Like with like a stage cigarette, like you could like you could that must like have been a, so fun for you. You could take a drag on it and then you'd blow it and like actual smoke would come nice. out. Um, but I did it Olsen style. <laughs> uh, people, the crowd laughed at me <laughs> because most people that were there like were from my school. I believe and, I was in the audience and knew me. Yeah, so I like I'm supposed to be this real hard right. So I'm wearing a flannel shirt with the sleeves ripped off of it and right. a black wife beater and a bandana. All right, and I walk out, and I'm smoking a cigarette, and people are laughing at me because they're like, because it's like so out of character for right. like me as a yeah, person. Right. And then yeah, and then she she comes out, and and I kissed her. So th- we had to practice this the way that they practice. I thought it, you had to put thumbs over their mouth. You could, but I we just like you know how when you awkward. reach to grab someone's yeah. face to kiss them. Yeah. But you put your two thumbs like in between, you press them against their lips. Like, does this happen? I heard no, that that yeah, was a like, stage kiss. Okay. It's legal it to kiss could, people. If, for you're, stage if you're going kiss. to grab their face, it could that's be, how you do it. It could be, but what we did is we just actually kissed. So the way that I got we you. had to, And then you started dating after that. Well, no, hold on. <laughs> so I thought you dated they, every girl you no. had to kiss and play. No. <laughs> well, that's that's the story I was so the story, I literally I thought was, that that's how you started dating no, girls. My my first kiss was that they took us, they took me, <clears throat> this girl who was playing Ariel, and then the other lead of the play, who's like the actual, like the hero, they they both kiss her. So they took me, another dude, and wow. this girl into a classroom upstairs to like practice the kiss. Wow. So, and they're like, all right, your kiss comes first in the play, so you're up. So I did, my first kiss was with th- uh, two directors and another dude watching me kiss this girl. Oh my gosh, that would be my worst nightmare to it just was, be some girl that random guys just get to smooch on. Well, I mean, she and was she has like, no control you, you press of your lips well, hold on. It's in not the play. She was like, she was okay with it. It was I know, acting. but still. Anyway, the moral of the story is I didn't date her. So. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> well, anyway, well, well. we we made out every day <laughs> for a couple months, and I never dated it. Uh, <laughs> so shocker, impressive, honestly. That uh, takes all right. some skill. <laughs> um, so then the, the dad has another meeting with Manny Moore, and he and he's like, "You need to be fair to him before it gets worse." And we still don't know what they're talking about. Um, Mandy Moore, they go to look at the stars. Mandy Moore says, are you trying to seduce me? Landon says, why? Are you seducible? Uh, oh, yeah. And then she shakes so, her head so he, no. So he, he, he whips out a blanket. They're going to look at the stars together. And she's like, I don't think so. And he's like, that's why I brought two blankets. Oh, my and gosh. So, they look at the stars, and he's like, hey, I had a star named after you. I bought you a gift that is in your interest. I'm going to pay it off. <laughs> so I bought a star and named it after you. Is this better than a sweater? So so I had a question about that. Mm-hmm. First of all, no, that gift still sucks, honestly. <laughs> but uh, No, Mike is so anti-buying people like names for stars. Or are stars for names or naming stars? Well, it's kind of a scam. You're very anti right? that. Like this. It's the NFTs of the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the NFT of the sky. That's hilarious. I love that. I own this star. No, you don't actually own the star. It's just a link to the star. Oh, my gosh. That some other database has. That's a really good analogy, actually. Hey, feel free to I didn't, hey that's a soundbite. That's a soundbite for this episode good. right yeah, there. The sky. So he buys her an NFT. He yeah. buys her a bored ape star. <laughs> no. Um, so I guess, like, I guess here's my question for the group. Was this star registry thing predating this movie or did some entrepreneur entrepreneurial business oh, owners sure like this is a thing that happened before this oh okay. really i okay. thought yeah. it became like a thing after the movie. i think it maybe became popularized because of the movie but I don't... every guy dating their girlfriend was like i'm gonna do this because yeah. because because, Cotta because there's so many stars that they're dirt cheap yeah, they're so like I, five yeah. bucks or something it's like here, babe. But it sounds impressive. Like, I made the star after you. That's right, baby. You are Alpha Centauri 5855Q32. Yeah. And you can only see it in Australia between <laughs> 2 and 3 a.m. In, in Christmas. So, wow. Have you so ever heard of there's a thing you can do? You can buy a plot of land in Scotland. And it gives you the right to call yourself a lord or a lady. Oh yeah, I've and you can that, buy yeah. it's like a square, like one. You square would totally foot. do that. I'm going to. <laughs> I've requested that my wife get me that as a gift, and she said no. <laughs> uh, what it is is it's basically you can buy. I think they're like one foot by one foot plots of land, and it's on like a nature reserve, and you technically own it, but it's cared for by. You know this thing or whatever, and there are there are larger plots you can buy, and like if you own it, you have the right to go there and camp on it or whatever, whenever you want or whatever. And basically, it helps like preserve the environment in Scotland, but you can legally call yourself a lord or a lady because you own land in Scotland. Impressive. That's hot. <laughs> really, you want yeah. to be a lady of Scotland? I do yeah. want to be a lady. Lady Leanne. Lady Leanne of the lake. See that? It just flows. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so. He brings these blankets and uh, they watch the stars. She has so many interests. I really, yeah. I get that she had this list. She's a diverse I'm, character. I'm surprised she doesn't have all these things checked she out. She actually box. reminds me of well, how's she gonna make a, people a that I know in real life as a high schooler. 
that's yeah see that that was see that was silly like yeah. she should have had some realistic hey, nature you to it you know i mean she you got to dream big why 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 make a bucket list okay that's realistic? if she's dreaming big about a medical discovery why is she spending eight guys, hours writing a you guys realize why maybe she one has of her a, other things was to write a play you, and guys, she'd you guys realize why she has a bucket list in the begin in the in the first place yeah, right we're getting to it don't ruin it yet okay, Leah. we just, know you, Leah, you guys Leah are just making a big deal about this bucket list and i'm like Guys, well, there's a reason. I, I know, and we're about to get to it. Yeah, so they um, have the most amazing series of dates forever, and their dad gets mad. Her dad gets um, mad that she's yeah. pushing this. He asks, what, what's your number one thing on the bucket list? She says, I want to get married in the church my parents got married in. Um, we find out that uh, Landon has made his own list of things that he wants to do. His mom has found it. He was it. inspired Yes, by he her. was inspired her, yeah. by his muse. Now, see, um, during that scene, I actually thought that that was his mom found. Uh, so originally, when she pulled out that paper, I was like, "Oh no, it, his mom!" You, is you gonna... thought it was the thing from school. I yeah. did, yeah. And she I... was like, "Look at this very real picture." Exactly. <laughs> right. I was like, "Oh no!" Then I thought like his mom was going to be like, you know, Landon. Yeah. You need it's to a be careful. Daughter. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Quit, that's, quit that's... taking pictures of her when her face and hair are black and white and her body's in color. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what I thought it was going to be, like, because because he remember he he grabs all those things, yeah. And yeah, you know, yeah. I've I mean I've made mistakes before where I've had stuff that my mom found in the laundry or whatever. You photoshopped that, a picture of Leanne's face onto, no. onto no. a. Do you tell? I don't know. I just would like. I photoshopped a picture of Leanne's face onto Crystal Myers one time and sent that to you. Oh yeah, then she got mad. <laughs> yeah. I was so sensitive back then. I apologize. It's all right. I was well, a different person back then. Yeah. Well, we all both. One time, I convinced Leanne that she had blinded me in one of my eyes. Okay, that <laughs> was just the most savage thing. I'm sorry, Leanne. anyone has ever done. I'm sorry. You really took advantage of how Le- how Leanne, easily. Leanne easily is- manipulatable I was. It was a known fact that Leanne was very gullible and she accidentally poked me in the eye one time and I thought now is my chance to pretend that I'm blind. Were and we out for ice cream? We were at, uh, we were either at Starbucks or Cold Stone. Cold Stone. They were Stone. right next to each yeah. other. And, we made uh, our rounds. <laughs> yeah. And uh and so for the rest of the night I pretended one that I didn't need medical attention even though I was blind. And then <laughs> And I and under the table I Continue managed to eat your ice cream. And under the table I Blind. managed I managed to text a bunch of people that were there using T9. Was Kaylee yeah. there? Uh, maybe. Um, I know my friend Courtney was there, and then Kaylee might have been there. And then I was like, I'm pretending, go along with it. So everyone else was like, Yeah, he's he, like. I had someone like pretend like how many fingers are holding up, and I was just like, I don't know. It's all black. <laughs> and and then I and then I was like. Uh, I was like, Leanne, I don't know if we can be friends anymore <laughs> because you blinded me in my eye. <clears throat> well, you were in all those yeah. plays, so you were a very uh, good actor. Amazing, apparently. <laughs> uh, all, the, all those practices making out, they really paid off. Um, <laughs> to be closing your yeah, eyes yeah. and well, texting uh, under the it, table. It was letting, letting one of my eyes pretend to like, you know, be not moving while the other one was. It was legitimately yeah. red. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, I mean, I, mean, I was—I like, really got poked. Like it literally yeah. looked like you could be blind. Yeah, and yeah, then you didn't speak to me for like a week or something. Yeah, I was pissed off. Yeah, am I allowed well, to say sorry. that word? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was legitimately so mad. <laughs> Can you say it? Can you say it on PBS? Oh, no. uh, all right. Sorry, sorry to get off track. Um, so 
they they're out on a date and they you know he suggests doing the Mandy Moore is like I can't do that and he's like why and she, she here's the big reveal she's got leukemia and she has stopped responding to treatments and this is why she has this bucket list and why the dad's like you need to tell him and all this stuff and why she's like I'm never going to be able to do the number one thing on my bucket list and why she should have had short hair for the play yes. and it, it should have yeah. been curled if it wasn't going to be short. <laughs> needed to be curled thoroughly. So Leanne spoiled this for me before we watched the movie. So she's like, yeah, this movie's really sad. You know, she gets cancer. I was like, <laughs> you know, they, it was a little bit of a spoiler. That. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I said it's, it was really sad and you're going to cry a bunch of times. And she gets and cancer. accurate because you cry like a little oh, baby girl. <laughs> This, Me too. This, this <laughs> no, but like streaming, streaming. The last, the last Down quarter of this movie is a sad march into oblivion because oh, yeah. they just keep cranking up so, the notch. But yeah. I just want to critique this. For it a gets little sadder, bit. And ahead, sadder and sadder and sadder. I felt like this was a little stilted. Like it really changed tones at this moment. And a lot of times movies will have like foreshadowing, so you'll be like, "Oh, this makes total sense." And I guess there was some foreshadowing with yeah. like her parents and. Uh, or her dad, yeah. what he said of like, and and how she's never going to be able to d- finish her list, and ex- uh, yeah. ex- exactly. But I just feel like there wasn't a ton of other foreshadowing. And if she stopped taking treatment, how does she still have all her hair? Was that the a wig? The only thing that made well, that, her look I think that's sick. Why, if if she's not getting treatment anymore, then the radio. I, I don't. Let's preface this by saying none of us are medical professionals. I don't know how any of this stuff works. But I, that was my thought: is that because. She wasn't getting treatment anymore, then that's why she had hair. Yeah, I, I, I guess like, you know. Or maybe it's going, a wig. Maybe it's a wig. I don't know. If you're going through those treatments, I thought like you would stop treatment and to be able to get hair down, you know, mm. past shoulder length, that's yeah. like at least, what, a year of growing, right, Leanne? Also, well, the only thing that really made you possibly think that there was something wrong with her or that she was sick was how pale she was. And her lips, if mm. you notice in the whole movie, I she did never not. wore lipstick or I did lip not gloss. That. She always had like pale lips and pale skin, which I think like and that's why people from the thought beginning that made that her black and sick. white picture of her was, <laughs> <laughs> was a real picture. Because it was a school She's for the colorblind. Pale, yeah. It was like Shutter Island. It was actually a school for the <laughs> colorblind all along. All right. So, anyways, if I can critique that, yeah. I think it was like a a big reveal. I guess obviously, like the whole movie hinges on that. But I just wasn't super satisfied with like the you know all those. It, it hits you like a ton of bricks, I guess. Yeah. And it, a lot of things didn't quite make sense in context. But then they did. But yeah. I don't know. It just felt awkward. So so then, dare you to move by Switchfoot plays. Mm-hmm. Dare you to move. <laughs> They actually have four songs <clears throat> in this whole movie. Yeah. Oh, I only noticed this one. What yeah, the other one? Dare You to Move. Uh-huh. So that was, uh, they also had Learning to Breathe. Yeah. They also had You, uh-huh. which was from their first album. Uh-huh. Caleb Fact checked me on that. Um, and then it Can also- Can you do an episode on Switchfoot? Yeah, eventually. Oh, Jared hates Switchfoot. We will what? do it. L- listen, we got to save that for the Switchfoot Why? episode. We will do, I will tell the they story. They are literally- Ground I will tell the story on the Switchfoot episode of why I don't like them. It is tangentially related to Mike's friend Drew. Oh. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Well, that's a good Ooh, teaser. This sounds juicy. So, and then the last song that they had was uh, during the wedding scene, yeah. where she, they do a reprise of mm-hmm. the Mandy Moore song that she sang mm-hmm. for the play. All right. 
Um, so let's see. Landon drives to his dad's house. And this is when he's like, you're a doctor. I need you to look at her charts and help her. And he's like, I'm a cardiologist. That's when you find out that he's Okay, first of all, why couldn't he just call his dad? He literally well, drove across state it's, lines it's or wherever more, he was going. Well, it's more dramatic if he just drives there. Well, uh, He talks to his dad well, for two seconds. Is, his dad says, I'm a cardiologist. I need to look into her, you yeah. know, whatever. And then he I storms think, off. I think what it was is that he was driving the car to, like, clear his mind. And then while he was out, he maybe thought, like, I'll go see my – I was like, ah, my dad. Maybe he can help. And, like – that's what I think is what it was, is that it wasn't that he didn't intend to drive to see his dad. Mm. He was driving around and then ended up there. I see. Could be. I just, you know, with that car, I figured he can make some serious time. Oh, so yeah. he can go anywhere he wants in 60 seconds or less. Camaro. Uh, yeah. So uh, we find out that Landon has been leaving flowers on Mandy Moore's porch for days. It's just like covered in flowers. And he uh, told his dad... Oh, he told her dad, the yeah. pastor, I'm not going anywhere. Like he kept dropping off flowers. Yeah. And that's her. when he starts yeah. he, he starts his uh project like yes. in the yard. So he, which I found that very she, annoying. That's as also well. when the dad realizes like okay, this kid really loves my daughter. Mm-hmm. You could see it in his face in that scene. So, uh this this line I thought was pretty funny just like I think Mandy Moore's character just kills it. She Landon, like, she comes out to talk to Landon, and Landon's like, are you scared? And she says, to death. <laughs> I don't remember that scene. Oh, yeah. She's she's funny. She's yeah, she's got, like, gallows humor. She's like, he's like, are you scared? She said, to death. And he's like, stop it. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. How, I've literally seen this movie a million times. Oh, yeah. Never yeah, I rem- realized I remember that. that. Yeah. But I wasn't sure how to take it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought it was, you know. Yeah, her um, sense of humor is a so, little strange. So uh, Landon uh, asked his mom to teach him how to dance because he's he's like, Mandy Moore wants to dance with him. He's like, I'm going to learn how to dance. Um, then they dance on a porch or a balcony outside. Um, let's see. The, the friend that he had punched uh, comes and he apologizes and they help him move. Uh, Mandy Moore's telescope that he Landon had been uh, he's he's like in the process of building her a new one. She's like, I I want to build a new a bigger one. He's like, she's too sick to do it now, so he's gonna do it. So here's what I thought was uh, happening in that scene when he gets together with him. I thought he was gonna sell his Camaro to help pay for her treatment uh, or something like that. Oh, okay. Because that was like, interesting. Because they established yeah. a couple times that he was really into cars. He's like yeah. working on cars in his garage. He's pretty handy. He has obviously a sick car. Yeah. Um, that's I, I, I thought he was gonna have to sell his car huh. to like set her up with something, and that's yeah. why they're meeting. No, when, just, when he's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Yeah. That would have been a real huh. Christian sacrifice. Yeah, it would have. Like, been. Been that would have really. You know, I'm just saying. It should have given the theme of refilm the movie. it. Give him a screenwriting credit. Okay, who am I going to cast as Mandy Moore in the 2021 sequel? Okay, who's? Well, I don't know any actresses that are like 18 off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, it's probably going to be Zendaya, I guess. Because wow, <laughs> look at you dropping actors. So you're, we, we gotta you're, gonna do, you're just going to do Zendaya and Tom Holland? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> totally original. <laughs> I'm, I, look, if it's not broke, what about think. Zendaya? Well, well, Zach Efron. I was gonna say, gonna do the the greatest showman pairing, but yeah. he's too old. To, he's like forty now. Well, I, I don't. Th- I think he's like in his mid thirties. He's 35. actually only a little bit older. Than he's us. like thirty five. He's only a little bit older. Than he was always been like 
a few years. I could probably cast Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield to, if we're going in the Spider-Verse, I guess, because both of them are, you know, theater trained. Or, or, so. or maybe we make, them, we make them college students instead of high school. What about yeah, Elizabeth Olsen? I don't think she can she's play like a high 30. schooler. She's like 30. She's actually younger than me. Okay. By a year. But, but she's not going to play an 18-year-old. Oh, so she here's could. something interesting. Right. So she could. She, she looks so young. So, Leanne, just for reference, we're 31, and if she's a year younger than you, then she's like 30. Yeah. Which is what I said. Which is too old to play an 18-year-old. I'm sorry. Mike, people do hey, it all the, the time. The girl that played Moaning Myrtle in Harry Potter Mike, was what 40. about those two girls in Pen15? Well, well, that's, that's the joke. on purpose. That's the joke, yeah. though. But they legit look like 15-year-olds. No. Like, legit. I mean, I've only seen one episode of it, but I was like, no, they're they very do, clear. No, though. Mm, I don't yes. know. I don't think so. But they're, Acne. like, so much bigger than everybody else. They're, like, yeah, twice the size. Joke, yeah. The joke is that they're they're huge and everyone else is a child. <laughs> like, they're a full... It well, is. like, they're adults. Like, they're not, not huge, but they're big compared to yeah. kids. Compared to middle Where schoolers. Where are we Here's An where, adult it, compared to a middle schooler is large. Here's where we're going with this. I'm going to be recast as the director, but I also want to point out that Mandy Moore was 17. Uh-huh. And uh, really? what's his name? Shane West? Yeah. He was 23. Gross. So really? Very, you know. Underage kissing going on. Uh-huh. I think Not that, great. I think that's more like frowned upon than like. Illegal, yeah. sure, yes, but but cre- creepy all- nonetheless. I'm sure she had to get written consent. That's that's why I'm only gonna change uh, the casting. That's so, all. Um, so the next thing, so they're building the 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 telescope, and she collapses, takes her to the hospital. Landon is like sleeping in the hospital, like in the hospital room with her. Won't leave her side. Um, this point, I don't think ever gets paid off. I don't remember, but Landon's ex comes by and he's like, "Here's these pictures I took of her of you guys at the play," and then they like never look at them. It's, I, I guess and then she kisses the, him on the cheek. Yeah, and then I think like, I, guess, I can see I guess why she like, chose you. Or I guess maybe it's something. like like a closure, like she's given up on, she's moved on, and she and so I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was a poor plot line. I wonder if some stuff was left yeah, on the cutting room floor. That there. and the kid that jumped, I think. You know, they could have either cleaned him up or whatever. Um, so Mandy Moore gives him a book um, that is... It's like um, a scrapbook. It's a book that her mother had that is like of her favorite quotes and Bible verses or whatever. Um, and he reads First Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind, does not envy, it does not boast, um, etc. You've been to weddings, you know. Uh <laughs> And then she says something like, maybe God has a bigger plan and that he's her angel. Mm-hmm. Um, Landon's father, um, uh, he comes through. He, he's going to pay for Mandy Moore to have private care at home. Mm-hmm. So, Do you know how much that costs? Well, it's enough for a cardiologist. It's like $10,000 a week. I'm sure it's very expensive. Um, but... So yeah, his dad comes through. His dad, his dad has officially bought his son's love. He's finally yep. he's found yep. a way to pay for that it. That was his in right there. He's found a way to pay for it. When we were watching this, I just told Leanne that you know you can just throw my body in the trash and not worry about this at home care stuff. It. Yeah, <laughs> just you know, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. But I'm all right. Yeah, just, you and know. you know what I said, Jared? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
so this movie totally changes like yeah. so the first part is like this teen action drama yeah the middle part is this budding love story yeah and this part from then on is basically just as sad as you can possibly make yeah. it right well, like, i think there are it, parts it's just of it hit after happy. hit after hit i think there of, are parts of it that are happy yeah it is happy, happy adjacent at least. It, it's definitely changes uh. its tone right so they it goes they get from her chick flick <clears throat> to really sad really fast oh yeah like like a like from like a like I feel like, like the a whole chick flick for like first a, half like a, is very chick flicky. Yeah. Well, it feels futile, yeah. and like I never actually once thought she was going to make it. Right. That's how yeah. kind of futile this is. Because because your wife told you that she dies well, of cancer immediately. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that, yeah, th- that too. But like you know, sometimes it can be like, oh, yeah. God's miracle is yeah. going to like save her, and yeah. I'm glad they didn't go in that direction. But yeah. it just really felt hopeless and helpless by the fact that. You know, every single loose thread was tied up and, uh, you know, everyone was paying yeah. their regards, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. and especially this next scene, which is so, going to be the wedding scene. Right? So, well, not quite yet. So Landon and Mandy Moore's dad finished the telescope and earlier in the movie, she had talked about wanting to see a particular comet. Okay. They take oh, yeah. out the big, the big telescope to the cemetery. They look at it. They get to see the comet that she wanted to see. Um, and then... He proposes to her, um, and they're going to get married in the church that her parents got married in, and the dad's going to be the preacher, and Landon's dad is his best man, and all of Landon's old friends are in are in the crowd, the one he punched and the one that wanted to listen to Missy Elliott, and he said, nah, man, jars of clay or nothing. Um, and then there's, then, then there's the voiceover by Landon, and it says that he and Mandy Moore were married for the summer and then she died and went to heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it cuts to four years later and he has uh, come home to visit his father-in-law and he has been accepted to medical school. He's real preppy now. Yeah. They really tried hard to establish him as like a, Is he driving no a longer a punk. Uh, he, did he also go from the Camaro to a Bronco? I don't remember. I don't he think driving. he had the Camaro. I don't remember. Um, so he, he gives his father-in-law the book that Mandy Moore had given him that was um, her mother's and that is the father-in-law's, you know, uh, uh, wife. wife. Yeah. Um, and gives it to to him. And then he says that uh, Mandy Moore saved him and taught him about hope and about faith. And then that's the end of the movie. Yep. So. And we Chris- cried once more. Yeah. Um, for the final time, I didn't cry the second this time that I watched it, but the first time when I watched it alone, I cried. I think it, the part where he's like, "She died after the summer" or whatever. But mm-hmm. I would say, like, like I said, parts of it are happy. I will contend that that is like for the story that they have made, that's about as happy as an ending as you can get for it. Like mm-hmm. they got married, they were able to 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 live for the summer, and this is what I what I wanted to bring up. Uh, I'm going to discuss something now that is. Perhaps PG thirteen in tone. Uh, I'm not uh, just Nike. just to give a warning for if for whatever reason if you didn't want your your. Okay. Um, so I what I was is this going to be about what I think is going to be about possibly yeah. I, but what I, I I legitimately think it's it's a, a worthwhile talking point because I know that several people that felt this way, like at least. From my recollection, like being in youth group growing up, it was like, I was like, what if I die a virgin? 
Like that's like this like the worst thing that could happen to you is that you you die and don't get to have sex. Like that that's what that's what I would like I, that's what, that was like maybe my, the guys felt that way. I don't know. That's I I know of several people at Grove City that have had, had well, that. That's thing. why they got married so young. Yeah, well, they don't even yeah. care who you yeah, are. They, They're yeah. just like, hey, you made eye contact with yeah. me. Let's get married. But what I what I was thinking was like is like gross. is that any part of Mandy Moore's character? She's like, she's like, I don't. I know I'm gonna die. I know I, that was on her bucket. It was on the bucket list. Yeah. yeah. Well, was it really? I, I want well, to it be oh, with a man no. before be, I die. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It had to have been. She, I mean, the marriage thing was but, number one up on there. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that was yeah. that was number two. It was get married and then. Luke oh, was that kid. number two? Did well, she no, disclose it's not, that? I was joking. Oh. It's not, she doesn't literally say that. I was joking <laughs> that that was number two was on, was that list. But like, I just, I remember talking to people in high school about the and it was like a, like a fear that they had the like what if I die before I get to have sex like that was like I was like yeah I'd go I go I love how awkward well, Mike looks well, right now yeah, yeah. It, this it was is like so rich it's like <laughs> yeah you get to, yeah you get to go to heaven but you didn't get to have sex yeah. before you left. <laughs> It's the one <laughs> like like that was that was like literally thinking about like that was my Just concern. Pure I, torture. That was my concern. I was like, well, yeah, I guess I'd be in heaven, but like, it's the one. Really I never it? got What's to it experience it? Yeah. all that life had yeah. to offer. It's the one thing yeah. that you can do on earth, but not in heaven. Yeah, That's and it was best. and it was the thing that everyone always wanted. Like, can you have sex in heaven? Right. What if I die before I could have sex? Can I do it in heaven? <laughs> I don't know. Depending depending on your view of marriage in heaven, I don't know that uh, there will be much it reproduction. Where does say in the Bible that there's none of the hanky panky going on up there? Um, I, I don't. Mean, I don't know that I'm. I'm how do we well, know anything? Ask the biblical and religious scholar. Okay. I don't know that I'm qualified to speak on this, but I I, I don't know. My yeah. mom tried to tell my brother Neil that he. You know, she wasn't going to be his mom in heaven, and he bawled his eyes out. She told him what, that when what, he was five. Was he? Oh. he was five. He asked about heaven, and my mom's like, you know, I'm not going to be your mommy in heaven. Wow, that's brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Could have like, finished in this movie. That? Like, you know? Look, I'm not going to be your husband in heaven. How do you know that? I don't know. That's that's the question. Yeah, I feel like there was an element of that where there's a lot of emphasis on, like, it, it probably was what everybody was Mike, thinking. Mike, Mike's was like that, awkward. Was that ever so a fear awkward, that, you had. So awkward. that that I was going to die a virgin? Yes. Well, sure. I well, mean, you literally I'm, married your high school sweetheart, babe. But listen. Yeah, but what if you died in a car crash? Yeah. No. Here's what I mean. I just you know was pretty sure the rapture was going to happen in 2002. Yeah, that was the other thing. What so, if you your girlfriend yeah. was secured? Rapture. Your girlfriend was secured <laughs> yeah, well, at 15. Yeah, but all these the other, other kids in high school. We're like but Leanne, 18, 19, but going Leanne, into college, never a, had a girlfriend yet. We're afraid they were going to get married. But Leanne, there's an ever-present threat of being raptured at any time. And what if you didn't get to have sex before I mean, you got I raptured? I never thought. I mean, maybe it's a guy thing. Girls don't think like I don't that? Think, I didn't think like that. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that I was, live life in the moment, Jared. I never listen, thought about what if I die right this second or I'm what saying, if the rapture happens right this second. All I'm saying right is that I think that that, was, that that had to be on her mind at some point and that was probably on the bucket list. I kept I thinking, when is this Mike kid going to marry me? Because we've, been <laughs> da- because we've been dating nine years and I'm getting a little anxious. I'm getting a little anxious. Well, yeah, so are all of your friends. Nine years, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, listen. <laughs> 
nine years. Listen, okay, uh, let's be practical about this. I know it's romantic, think about but that. you know there there is value. I think in in doing a little preparation work before you just jump into a marriage, and you know you don't have a yeah. job or a career or you know any money. You're it's, financially stable. Yeah, and it makes things more challenging, yeah. right? Not, do you know? I, do you know how many? bags of money he had under his mattress that were like literally from his grandma look well i think we're getting getting a little bit off topic here any holidays i just gotta get this off my chest (laughs) i gotta get this off my chest what did landon do for money what was his plan did he work? Child his plan, support. His he was plan, under 18. His plan was I'm sure his dad she's going to die. <laughs> what if she lasted another year? Because sometimes that happens. I think they're just going to live wealthy, in their. Though, where did they live? Right? Did they live in their parents' basement? I think they lived. Is in, that worse than I think. I think she had in home care and they had to live at, at that house. At that house. Yeah. So, so they just like, you know, Landon, his mom. Well, no, the mom had her own house. She wasn't there. Okay. Yeah, like they just got married. What? Where is this alone time? Wh- where maybe they the live? Da- summer of maybe love the, maybe before the dad, she died. Maybe the dad left. Maybe D- he was like, I'm going to go out for an hour or something. I don't know. <laughs> they stay in a hotel for three months? I don't know. I don't maybe. know. They, they said really it was the whole summer. I don't know. Like, I get it was a romantic gesture, but practically, what the heck is he thinking? Because there's a very non-zero chance that she was going to live for, like, longer than and 30 days. And if they days. do, then they get to have many more happy years together. Yeah. Well, guess what? How are they going to provide for themselves? Are they going to make mommy and daddy make Mackey and Cheesy? Like, he, that doesn't he make obviously, sense to me. He, he, part of the, one of the plots of the movie is that he decides that he wants to take school seriously and that he's getting better and he wants right. to go to college and he ends up going to medical school. Well, he that gets accepted to medical school. Yeah. And so that's, I, my prediction was, he said, yeah, he I, drops got, out I, of med school. I got accepted to medical school, but I was going to take care of Mandy or whatever. Like I yeah. thought she would be maybe in rehab or something or, See, or thought, maybe he was going to be like a cause like in her name or something. What know? I, what I thought was that he was going to come back and be like, I got accepted medical school, but I'm going to do a year in the Peace Corps first because that's what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And like, I thought that was going to happen mm-hmm. the first time I saw it. I was like, I thought I was like, Oh, he's going to tell the dad, like I got into med school and he's going to go make, a medical discovery, which is what she wanted. Mm-hmm. But before he does that, he's going to do a year in the Peace Corps. But we, we could have wrote this movie. I, we could have wrote I was just movie. along That's, for the I, ride. I didn't think about any of that stuff. I'm, when I was I'm ready to write it. this sequel. So, <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> Dude. What? Now a you walk have to, to forget. Okay, yeah. A, wa- a walk to forget. A run to forget. Of, of the most emotional, unstable, mentally disturbed 18-year-old but who's this a one, widower, has no But in this one, they have dementia because it's a walk to forget. <laughs> a walk to forget. Oh, my God. It starts backwards. It's like... It's the, the, So it's, it starts from them kissing, yeah. and then it ends the movie with yeah. like... Well, that's kind of like the notebook. Singing each other. That's kind of yeah. like the notebook. Kind of. You know, she was, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't want to spoil yeah, that. Those <laughs> spoiler for the notebook. Um, so let's get into the review yes. phase of this. Right, uh, we're so, officially as long as the movie. Yeah. So that's we'll, good. We'll go Hopefully you listen to us. <laughs> I thought our yeah. goal was to not go as long we're, as the We're movie. working on it. We <laughs> the length distracted. of the movie. I, th- I thought I had a legitimate point that I wanted to bring it up. It was a good point. I listeners, thought it was legitimate, though I did not personally experience Listeners, it. tell me if you ever experienced that. Please make me not feel like a weirdo. <laughs> You're all right, not a so, weirdo, Jared. All right, so, um, so what I want to... Uh, I've got some uh, reviews here from IMDb. The way that we usually do them is I go into IMDb and I sort by the oldest reviews. So like when the movie first came out, these reviews are both from 2002. 
in January. This one says 10 out of 10. And the title is the movie Britney Spears wished that she had made. It says as a male, I didn't know if I'd enjoy this movie, but it really was a great film. As far as some saying this film is overtly Christian at times, I think they need to stop being so PC. The Christian messages and themes are things that everyone can apply to their lives, regardless of their beliefs. Mandy Moore gives a great performance and has a future in acting. One question, what time period is this movie supposed to be set in? I've heard maybe the 50s, but then why is Jars of Clay playing on the radio? Very strange. <laughs> I thought it was set in the 90s. I thought I, that was clear. I believe, I believe it was set in the present day, but from what I read, the book is based in the 50s, and they updated it. So I think uh-huh. maybe that's why some of the things were kind yeah, of... Yeah, that's how the new I, book I could too. understand why that person wanted to be like, what year yeah. is this? But He did have a cool Walkman, I yeah. will admit. Although those things... Although he work. wore the headphones wrong. Yeah, well, those <laughs> yeah those things didn't work very well on yeah. buses. Oh, no. Uh, the, the CDs would skip. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Well, we had the shockproof one. Yeah. Nah, um, his dad was a cardiologist. So. Yeah, he definitely had shockproof. Um, so the next one... So this one, this one was a mixed review. This one says, um, guy meets girl, corniness ensues. Uh, altogether an average movie. If you like Shane West, Mandy Moore, sappy love stories, Switchfoot, bad acting, or any combination thereof, or you are a girl aged 7 to 14, I would recommend watching this movie. Otherwise, stay away. Anything... Another thing to be noted, this is a wholesome movie, especially for Christians. And the pity is that it isn't a wholesome movie and that it has to be this bad. <laughs> uh, this is a four out of ten. Interesting. So I wanted to read a review, if you're okay with that. Yes. I, uh, and then I have one. From, oh. uh, do you want to do the uh, Ebert and Rope, Roger Ebert one first? Okay, yeah, do that All right, one. So That's this is from Roger one. Ebert. This is his review from when it came out. Um, he said, uh, this is part of the review, not the whole thing. He says, yes, this movie is corny at times, but corniness is all right. I forgave the movie. It's broad emotion because it earned it. It lays things on a little thick at the end, but by then it had paid its way. They go wrong only three times. One, the subplot involving the paralyzed boy should have either been dealt with or dropped. So they agree with you. Yeah. Two, it is tiresome to make the black teenager use brother in every sentence as if he is not their peer but was ported in from another world. The the person he's talking about is the person who is trying to yeah. play Missy Elliott. Yeah. Um, three, um, this uh, there's a writer or something. This name proved more than 80 years ago in a famous experiment. When an audience sees an impassive close-up, it supplies the necessary emotion from the context. It can be fatal for an actor to try to act in a close-up, and Landon's little smile at the end is a distraction at a crucial moment. So apparently he didn't like the last scene of the movie where he like zooms in and he kind of smirks to himself. Mm. And then he said... Those are small flaws in a touching movie. The performances by Moore and West were so quietly convincing that we were reminded that many teenagers in movies seem to think like 30-year-old stand-up comics. That Jamie and Landon base their romance on values and respect will blindside some viewers of the film, especially since the first five or ten minutes seem to be headed down a familiar teenage movie trail. A walk to remember is a small treasure. 
and he gave it three stars. I think Roger Ebert grades out of four stars, so pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's a very well written review. Well, well that's he's why a, he's the best. He is, he is a <laughs> oh, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> much, right, so much better than Walk to Remember fan nineteen eighty nine or whoever wrote <laughs> some of those. So this was my only interaction actually with this movie, and the only reason I've heard of it because mm-hmm. I used to get plugged in magazine. Mm-hmm. And so did the church. And so that was always hanging around at the church. They got those Christian movie subscriptions. If you're not familiar with Plugged In, it's basically like a review from a Christian perspective. And so they have some cool categories. I mean, cool as in interesting. So, for example, they they uh, they talk about the specific content. So there's a section for crude or profane language, and they count the number of swears. So two dozen profanities, half of them S-words. So, like, I thought yeah. that was nice that someone yeah. sat there with a little note card <laughs> yeah. and sat counting S-B-S-B. Spit. Spit. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, it also says, so, so it goes through a lot of those elements, um, like what parents might find potentially objectionable. And I think they're kind of funny to read some of them, Yeah, go ahead. um, because they really take a broad sieve to, yeah. to talk through those. So here's the category, violent content. Early on, Landon and company engage in dangerous horseplay. <laughs> like, I think that's a funny line. Yeah. It says, a boy is injured after jumping from a great height. Landon is pursued by police and crashes his car. Defending Jamie's honor, Landon punches one of his friends in the face. Um, drug and alcohol content. Teens drink beer at a secluded hangout. Landon and a buddy mimic smoking marijuana as part of their secret handshake. I forgot like, about their handshake. Yeah, yeah that was funny. I, I guess that was marijuana. I thought yeah. it was could have been a cigarette, just well, old school style. Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> a French hold yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. So I don't know. I get that. But, you know, that's why I like these reviews because it's kind of interesting. Um, So I'm going to read the conclusion kind of briefly. Mm -hmm. A Walk to Remember is an antidote to Hollywood's raging cynicism about Christian values. For teens, on-screen coolness and validation is often achieved by disengagement from authority, moral values, and or spiritual faith. Jamie Sullivan achieves it while holding on to her faith her father, and her values. She never compromises, never swerves, and in the process, she exerts great influence on everyone around her. And here's, I'm going to be justified here. Mandy Moore was excited to play such a strong teen role. She told Plugged In, quote, I remember someone telling me, every role you choose to take on, when you're done with that film and done with that experience, you're going to walk away with a piece of that character embedded within your soul for a lifetime. What better person to play than this angelic, straightforward, honest, intelligent person? Playing Jamie has actually brought me closer to God and inspired me to go to church more. It was really nice to take that character away with me. It's so nice to be a part of a teen movie that's so positive. There are so many other movies for teens to see that are about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Mm. They're all about losing their virginity before prom night. Jamie shows people the other way to go about Or before the rapture. Or before the rapture. (laughs) Right. So here's the final sentence. There are things to disapprove of in Walk to Remember, including course of language, course language first and foremost. But while Christianity is usually presented as an illness one must recover from, a Walk to Remember vehemently disagrees with that diagnosis. So uh, they don't give it ratings because they don't want them to see as like endorsements. It's just more of like a summary of like from a Christian perspective, what just so a parent can know. It seems pretty positive. Yeah, it it does seem positive. They, they, there's more in here. There's a lot of talk about the spiritual elements in this and, um, you know, they, they have a line by line bullet point list of all the sexual content, like, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the line, she'll put it on a brother, like a pop tart. (laughs) 
<laughs> I forgot that was a line. I should have written which, that one in my yeah, notes. Which, which is hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, you know, again, I'm just imagining someone just writing. Oh, like, and then remember the his one friend who was like humping the... That's actually the next sentence. It says, later he yeah. makes suggestive sexual motions with his body while mocking a scene from the school play. So, like, yeah. booty shaking, I lost it. I booty lost shaking comes up more than once. <laughs> Jamie silences her critics, however, with her unimpeachable purity. So that's, you know, yeah. I feel like a solid review. Yeah. She was I, totally okay with kissing Landon, though. She was. Like, they probably kissed five, six times. It was a holy kiss. It was a holy kiss. And an unforeseen uh, kiss, as we established. Well, uh, some were unforeseen. Some were sloppy wet. She mixed it up. Find a holy kiss. It was a joke. That was That's my definition. It's, I don't believe that. It was a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, in terms of reviews, what my review is, it was better than I thought. The cinematography, I think, was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of scenes of them out on the the bayous, just kind of hanging out on the porch. And I feel like it really captures this romanticized feeling of being a teenager and staying up till four a.m. Yeah. Right? I feel like it captured a lot of that, which I think a lot of people can relate to because that's not something that you do as a normal functioning adult, but as a you know a teenager, you just oh yeah, I stayed up till five in the morning for no reason. You know, that's kind of like captured that yeah. vibe. Um, I think the acting was decent. Um, I don't think it was the worst. I think that the characters were well written. Um, Landon is, I, I, I mentioned this before, his scowl, he kind of looks like Henry Rollins, who is the, the punk singer from Black Flag. Yeah. Um, which was very interesting to me that his name reveal was Landon Rollins Carter. I don't know if that was an Landon. intentional reference or not, but... <laughs> Um, I, I just feel say, like no, there's no way. Yeah, I, I just feel like where you know Kristen Stewart just kind of had a awkward look on her face. I feel like Landon had the same or more awkward just because <laughs> he had to be a bad boy yeah. and he just had eyebrows always furled and it yeah. annoyed me towards the end, even when he was being a good boy. Yeah, I guess or a good Christian. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if he technically actually accepted Christ, but they. they- what I'll say is they don't explicitly say that, but he say the 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 thing that he says at the end is something about um, Mandy Moore saved him. He taught him taught him about hope and about faith. Mm-hmm. My interpretation of that line is that he became a Christian because of his relationship with her, mm-hmm. yeah, and that he's continuing on li- with that relationship with God now that she's gone. Yeah. But otherwise, I think it was good. I think we talked about some of those plot points that I found less compelling, but mm-hmm. I did think it was really sad, all the hospital scenes yeah. of just, it really felt like you could sympathize, sympathize with him that she's slipping away, yeah. right? They really yeah. kind of had that youthful desperation of like, I got to get away from this. I'm going to do all I can. Yeah. And really, you're just fighting that losing battle, and that rock is falling back on you. So I would rate it as a good movie. So I rate it on a scale of one to five jars of clay mixed CDs. Okay. Where is it at? I, I would say a four. A four? Um, it's, okay. It's, uh, I can see why it was popular. Yeah. Um, I think that it's much better than a typical Hallmark movie. Yeah. There were some elements that were predictable. Uh-huh. But given the genre and given the target mm-hmm. audience, I think that I really wasn't in the target audience and I still was able to say like, okay, like I see why people like yeah. this. It wasn't shockingly bad or shockingly Another good. Another thing that I'll say about this is that I think this movie 
even though it didn't intend to be, is maybe more explicitly Christian than Extreme Days. Probably. Which yeah. has about 30 seconds worth of right. like a brief discussion about yeah. that. Um, what I would say is, for me, this movie, if I'm viewing it as uh, Christian media, where would I rate it in relation to other things? I think it's a five. Mm-hmm. Be- even though it is not explicitly a Christian movie, it has those themes in it. And if we're relating it to the quality of other things that we have rated, it is clearly heads and shoulders above them. I would if agree I'm, with if that, I'm yeah. rating them in turn, if I'm rating it in terms of like a general movie, like compared to, you know, any other, you know, rom-com or, you know, other movie that's out there, then it's probably more like maybe a three or something for me. But as Christian media, I think this is definitely on the higher end of quality that you could have, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in that space. Leanne, as as our expert, uh, give us your review and any you know final points you might wow, have to make. So my review is not going to sound like go ahead, I, whatever you want to say. As thought out as your, I made as mine as up as just now. I so it's it's always funny to me when the main character in a movie is actually the least good at acting in comparison to everyone else. And I thought like all the roles that everyone mm-hmm. played in the movie were excellent. I thought mm-hmm. their acting was like they channeled the emotion, mm-hmm. the feelings. They acted really well. And Mandy, because I guess she was a singer before yeah. she was an actress, I just couldn't get into the whole like, thank you. Like the little like, I don't oh, I know. I thought she was great. Like I I'm sure her. that was part yeah. of her character. Yeah. But the way she delivered a lot of her lines mm-hmm. was like not very compelling to mm-hmm. me. Um, but as far as music choice, mm-hmm. excellent. I thought it flowed really well, like mm-hmm. very storytelling. Yeah. Like I, I think it, Good and, job, and like Mike Fox. said at the beginning, you think, oh, you know, this is, you know, your average, yeah. you know, chick flick, whatever you want to call it. But then it really starts to develop more of like a serious undertone. Yeah. And, um, that was surprising to me, but I really liked it. I don't typically like sad movies, but um, that is one movie that always makes me cry every time because I can relate to those feelings, you know, young love, yeah. you know, yeah. thinking that's, that it's near and dear to your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Very near and dear to my heart. On a scale of one to five uh, jars of clay mixtapes. Uh, I was never a jars of clay fan. I was a Switchfoot oh, foot fan. I'm just. We talked about this in the other episode that I was on. Well. <laughs> Uh, usually we just do a, a fake rating system of something related to it. So we can do from one to five wrecked Camaros. What do you what do you want to rate this? Oh, one to five? Yeah, one to five. Um, honestly, I want to give it a four. Four? Yeah. Great. So we got two, four, we are alive. We're doing this is this is the highest rated media that we've ever had in terms of uh, Christian related. Well, movies anyway. I think yeah. we've had music that was higher or whatever. It was good. No. I was pleasantly surprised, honestly, given I, I expected yeah. something to be somewhat laughable. I found yeah. that uh, Mandy's character, she really took things in stride maybe a little too mm-hmm. much. I would have liked to have seen her, like, she really is super strong in this. Yeah. It really was shocking to me with that reveal. Yeah. She shows a little hint of sadness there, but yeah. otherwise she's somewhat unfazed yeah. through the I, rest well, of I it, which she, was, like, confusing. I think she had kind of already resigned herself to yeah. her fate before she met Landon. Yeah. You know, like, she met him and, like, that made it harder for her. That's why she's like, don't don't fall in love with me. Yeah, because, she's getting treatments for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Like, she had already made her peace with God at that point, mm-hmm. but... 
it became harder for her when she had feelings for Landon or whatever. Yeah, I get that. It yeah. just felt like maybe she was a little flat in terms of like we felt bad for Landon yeah. more than we did for Mandy sometimes because, you know, Landon is this 18-year-old widower now, <laughs> right? That, uh, well, your attitude, I think, plays a big role in that, too. Like, her attitude was so positive the whole right. time. You almost didn't want to feel bad for her because yeah. well, she she's, already I mean, knew her destiny. Yeah, I, I mean, just wanted to see some sick. cracks, I guess. Yeah. Like, that, that well, she was you, trying I to think, keep it together, but well, she's really you, a mess I think down. you see that in the in the film where, where they're walking down that alleyway and she reveals it to him because she's like, well, we can go somewhere else. He's like, I can't do, I, I can't do anything. I'm, you know. Yeah. You know. And that was, I, yeah. I guess that's pretty yeah. good. It's just, it seemed like she was insanely like yeah. superhuman plot armor strong yeah. against it. Yeah. Whereas I would have liked to maybe have seen, again, in the reboot yeah. featuring uh, Zendaya and <laughs> Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. You guys. Um, in, in the reboot, what's going to happen is like, there's going to be moments where she's all good and then she just like freaks out and like has to leave for like no reason. You can't figure out, she's obviously dealing with something, but mm -hmm. she can't like process it properly or, you know, I don't know. She, she, she realizes that like you, you see her using these hobbies as escapes yeah. rather than like, I'm trying to fill my bucket list. It's yeah. like, I genuinely enjoy this because it's a distraction from mm -hmm. thinking about my own mortality yeah. you know i don't know that's that's uh that's my pitch but otherwise it was great nice pick jared um, thank you i think it was uh jared picked this one very nice very yeah um so, so let's wrap this up yeah so let's let's get our socials in here first of all leanne anything you'd like to plug as our guest oh my gosh you don't have to you're just giving you plugging is just not so pass is no, because anyone that follows me judges me anyways. All right. I've had to block so many people. Leanne, I'll plug something for Leanne. Leanne wants to plug anyone with the last name Olsen. Any, any, oh, yeah. Any Olsen That's sister, a given. Yeah, That's any, a given. Any, anything any Olsen sisters have done or will ever do, she wants to plug that. <laughs> That's a fair wind, plug. Wind Please mistake me for an Olsen. Wind River. Uh New York Minute. Yes. London Calling. What's, Look the, London, at you, what's the London you know? one called? What's the one that we go to London called? Oh, uh, Winning London. Winning London. Yeah, yes. any of those. Um, and all right, Mike, hit us with our socials. You can find us on Twitter at YG Reunion Tour. You can hit us on Instagram at Youth Group Reunion Tour. You can send us a wonderful email of fan mail telling us what you like, what you don't like, if it's funny or why or we're interesting wrong. or why we're wrong. Or why you never want to hear Leanne on the podcast again. Okay, <laughs> let's not be negative. This is still... I'm used to it. <laughs> So where where would they send those emails? I said the S word too many times. Technically. I um, well, with those and then the other S word. Those may be edited at Youth Group and Reunion the Tour. Word. So go ahead. What, what's the email? Address, <laughs> youth Group Reunion Tour at gmail.com. And our website, y.at slash emoji cool, emoji church, emoji raised hands, emoji guitar. All right. And until next time, we'll catch you. On, On the, the flip, flip side. side.